listening to the Decision Reel special episode of How Have You Not Seen This? Welcome to How Have You Not Seen This, a special bonus episode from us at the Decision Reel. Here we dive into popular movies that you have somehow missed. This week, we have Randy, we have Steve, and we have Wyatt from where, Randy? Putting you on the spot. Cin- cinema Trip. Ah, fuck cinema Trip Reviews. Close. Cinema Trip Reviews. Damn it. Yeah, there we go. Uh, we're here today <laughs> right, to man. talk about a movie that somehow we all have missed, The Usual Suspects. But What, you haven't seen it either? I have not seen no, it not either. You. No, Wyatt. I'm not, I don't oh. care about you right now. Oh, Wyatt. Okay. You haven't seen it? No, I haven't seen it at all. Oh, fuck yeah. Right. Somehow Ooh. missed this movie. Everybody missed it, apparently. Yeah, everybody. Not everybody in the <laughs> 90s, though, because this was a, a huge hit, apparently. Yeah. Or maybe. I don't know. We're going to find out. But before we get too deep into things, I do want to say, if you do like what you hear or see, you can find us on our social media sites. Where, Randy? You can find us at The Decision Reel on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple, all that stuff. Yeah. Do we have anything else? We got a website you can go to. We do. Which is www.thedecisionreel.com. On there, you can find t shirts. That's right. You can help support us in any way you want besides buying t shirts. What? Yeah. yeah. T shirts. That's I it. I bought mine. I shrunk it. You shrunk it. Shrank it. That's why you always get the size above I you. I got a large. Oh. I'm well, not no large. Okay. Well, then. <laughs> I stretched it out. Hopefully, it still fits. All right. All if right. not, Rachel's right. going to wear it. Okay. Cool. But anyways, we do have Wyatt from Cinema Trip Reviews. If you want to, Wyatt, give us a little rundown on what you got going on there and where you can find every or where everybody can find you. Yeah, pretty much all we do is just talk about, you know, movies from the old classics to the new ones that are just coming out. Pretty much just breaking down and talking everything about the movies from the facts all the way up to the actual breakdown of the movie itself. Uh, you can find me at Cinema Trip Reviews on YouTube and on Instagram, and you can also find me on Twitter at uh, Cinema Trip Views. So I couldn't fit reviews all in the handle. Of course. That always, you can only get so much in there. <laughs> yeah. I saw you did um, Terrifier 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed Terrifier 2. Man, was it good? Like, yeah, it was awesome. Good? Okay. I'm going to watch I it. I actually just reviewed uh, Men, uh, A24's Men, last week, and I don't recommend that movie at all. <laughs> it was just pretty terrible. Just don't watch it. No, <laughs> Terrifier 2 uh, was great. But it was, to me, like 35 minutes too long. It needed... Oh, yeah. I, I liked it a lot more than the original, but the original was just the right amount of time where this one was just like, all right, get to the fucking point. All mm-hmm. right, all right, all right. What are you doing now with this dagger? All right, she's in a pit. All right. <laughs> she's in a fucking glass case of water. All right, just end the movie. And then it did. And I was yeah, like, they went all, right. all out with the supernatural stuff but towards like the end of the movie, and it was way too kind of uh, very bunched up towards yeah. the end. They, they went on way too long with that. That third act. Yeah, it was like super convoluted and like nothing came of a lot of it. Like the dad's no spoilers, apparently, we're getting super deep yeah, and terrified too. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but it's fine. They, they, they explain stuff with the dad and like he has a notebook in which he's making drawings and stuff and like you're expecting a payoff to that and then yeah. nothing happens. Now, I do know that they said that if they this movie makes money, they're going to make possibly another one and some other stuff, which it definitely mm-hmm. has made its money. So hopefully, we get some answers. <laughs> that's what from what I saw apparently the director said he already has most of like the script written for three and he said it's not going to be anywhere near as long as the second one he said he can't do that again it was it was way too much involved going into this one that he wants to kind of shorten it down like you mentioned go back to what was kind of 
the runtime with the first one, or like the tight hour and a half, hour right. and 40 minutes. So and even I, he knew it was too long. I think it was one of those yeah. like, hey, look, <laughs> I have no idea if I'll be able to make another one, so fuck it. Let's just put all we got into it. Mm-hmm. Two hours and 30 minutes, fuck mm-hmm. it. Let's give it to him. Yeah, good for and him. I feel like they they improved upon pretty much everything of the first one, except for that runtime. It was definitely a little over long. I agree. I, I The only nitpick besides the length was I was expecting that next gory kill more than what you got in the bedroom scene. Because the first movie sets the mm. stakes for like the goriest fucking kill you've ever seen in a movie. No spoilers, mm. Randy. Watch that. I've never seen the first yeah. one. And so I was expecting a second gory-ass kill. Like, you got something kind of with the girl in the bathroom scene or whatever, but, I mean, it wasn't as There's always wild. a girl in the bathroom that gets killed. Yeah. So it's many a trope. Movies. It seems it that way. Maybe yeah. you, gotta, you gotta throw the trope in, right? Like, yeah, hey, I'm mad about it. You get boobies every once in a while, yeah, but, sure. you know. Did we in this movie? I don't... Not this one. Well, well I not... don't think so, no. Yeah, I don't think there was anything in Terrifier besides... Well, oh, Terrifier. They, like, cutting skin off and stuff. Yeah. 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 Yeah, nothing as crazy as that that one kill in the first one. Just just a hacksaw and a vagina. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. That's all you need to say. That's all you need to know. Ugh. Go into that. <laughs> 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 Anyways, let's get around to talking about what we're actually here to talk about today. The Usual Suspects. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a movie that eluded me for a long-ass time. I remember a lot of people always talking about the big twist at the end of this movie, and it's one of the best cinematic twists there ever was. Randy's got things to talk about there. Uh, and it, it like it was just one of those, I don't know, it's always in media. Like People were always saying Kaiser Sose, and like I always saw the walk of somebody limping into not limping anymore and walking away from somewhere. And I'm like, I know what that's from, but am I sure? And then the movie started, and I went, son of a bitch. This movie. <laughs> I know everything, and I don't so want to. Sure. sure. We'll go with yeah. it's the best twist. I, yeah. It's like I knew the, the name Kaiser Soze. I just never knew what it was from. And then after seeing the movie, th- the ending I recognized immediately because they, they use that sa- same exact ending in Scary Movie. At the v- very end of Scary Movie, it's That's pretty much it's the exact me. same. So I, I was like, oh, I, this seems very familiar from somewhere. And That's sure funny. Enough, I couldn't put that together in my brain. Thank you for, for telling me that because I was like, what? I, I know this ending. I know I've seen it. And I remember Family Guy did something sort of familiar with the the walk, like I was talking about, with him walking with a limp and then walking yeah. away and not having the limp. I remember seeing that numerous times uh, in other things as well as Family Guy. And then, like, again, Kaiser Sose and all this other stuff. And then I was like, ah, I don't want to know that I know where this movie's going. I tried to turn my brain off watching it. But spoilers, it's Kevin Spacey. It's also been years since it came out. True. 90- so that's on us. Yeah. Yeah. It is, yeah. yeah. 95. Yeah, and I, I feel like I was kind of spoiled before because I feel like I've read something somewhere at some point where I it just kind of stuck in my brain that it was Kevin Spacey. And the whole time during this movie, just as you're going through it and you see kind of watching what he's doing, you're like, he's kind of a little shady. There's something off about this dude. So I kind of kind of knew the twist ahead of time and so it kind of lessened the impact of it at the very end. Yeah, and that was the same feeling I got because it was like, would the movie have been way better without it, you know going in completely blind seeing it back in 95 well okay this is going to sound a little how do you get to that right because we're watching it today in 2022 but if we saw it in 95 we're obviously not seeing anything else 
that's as good as this movie in that genre, right? Because what really has come before that? But if we take out all the stuff in the media about this movie, everybody's, you know, knowing, like, what happened, and we watch it in today's eyes, would it still be as good as it was in 95? Without knowing the twist and knowing Kevin Spacey was Kaiser Sose and all that. Yeah, I I think... I think it would have, but you would have needed some more stuff to the story. I feel like the story itself, like as I'm watching it, it was a good movie. I just feel like there wasn't enough going throughout the whole thing to kind of uh, make it more exciting. I mean, it, it was kind of, uh, you're just following these characters, going back and forth between him telling the story and then what's actually going on or what happened within the story that he's telling. Um, but I feel like today for modern audiences, you're going to have to make it a little bit more exciting, have more action pieces in there or just some more stuff going on in general. Yeah, that's that's funny. I said the exact same yeah. thing to you halfway through the movie. I was like, or no, it was when the, uh, the, the scene at the end at the boat <clears throat> finally happened and there's like actual action. I was like, Mm-hmm. You can't do this today because the audience is so ADHD. They're expecting a lot. They more. want you need to pull them back in every twenty minutes with like an action scene or something. Not saying yeah. enticing, but like this movie was it was boring, but it wasn't. Like if you're paying attention, it's not boring. Yeah. But if you're kind of like on your phone for a second or just not really paying attention to the dialogue, you're gonna miss literally everything in the beginning, setting up why they're even the usual suspects in the line. And then what happens afterwards? I still didn't get why they were. We watched it together. Right. So basically, the story is they were randomly, you know, chosen, right, off the street for whatever they were doing. And then they were brought into this lineup in front of a witness who we don't know for a crime to say, okay, who's the guy saying whatever motherfucker, whatever they're talking about, right? The line that they get on the piece of paper. Yeah, In reality, well, yeah. it was Kaiser Sose behind it all, making sure all these people came together to do this job because all those other people secretly or without knowing fucked over Kaiser Sose by stealing oh, from yeah, him yeah, or whatever, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. So yeah. Kevin Spacey orchestrated this huge plan. How did he get the cops to do it? Well, every- the cops are the ones that brought him in. Exactly. He, everybody's either in his pocket or working for them, and they don't even know they're working for him. Right, that's uh, the whole thing that Ka- yeah, Kobayashi okay. was saying, right? Because it all started with that. They said the the we'll truck that was full of guns that got got jacked, and yeah. that's originally why they brought everybody in because they had like previous history with with carjacking and theft and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But from what you're saying, yeah, the, in the movie they say that each one of them had a, a, a past where they stole something from Kaiser Soze. And yeah, it's 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 odd looking back on it after following after watching the movie. It makes you kind of want to go back and rewatch it again, just to kind of pick out the certain pieces. Like, how did he do this? Like, how did how would he even set all this up in the first place? Like, he has to be a genius. <laughs> well, yeah. and I think they show that at the end by the big reveal, right, where they're showing everything on that wall mm-hmm. is literally him yeah. making up a story on the spot, somewhat real, possibly somewhat fake. You know, with everything that's going on, like Kobayashi, obviously that guy's real because he was there to pick him up. But was he that guy that he was explaining doing all this stuff? Or was that just yeah. his driver? Like, you don't know. Oh, that's what Yeah, you don't name- know what's real or what's not. That's what his name was. Oh. Kobayashi, yeah. yeah. The, the guy with the big nose. Yeah. yeah. Or was it because it had the, it was the name on the bottom of that yeah. the mug that he was drinking out of. Right. So well, obviously. Like, but that's what that I'm really saying. I think that's what the, the the bigger point of the movie is, is Kevin Spacey's character 
literally just coming up with all this stuff on just sitting there or did some of it happen and some of it didn't you know what i mean or is it just all bs and he's just a mastermind of doing what he needed to do to get the fuck out of that cop shop and just go home Mm -hmm. and then you never see him again yeah Yeah, 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 yeah. because i mean i just watched it last night and it's like even thinking about it now is like what was the reason that he did all this in the first like what was his the point of him trying to get all these people killed did he just not like them or what was the whole reason for him to do this other than maybe just get it out of get out of jail i don't know because it said he they said he already had immunity at that point when they were interviewing him at the police station so it was like what was his motivation of doing all this maybe he just didn't like these guys i don't know i'm thinking the story he's telling is 50 50 real and not real right maybe the the places and the people's names besides the actual you know people that he got killed at the boat um besides their names everybody else is made up everything else that Mm -hmm. he's doing is made up but the reason why Kobayashi went to these guys to give them the files of, you know, look, everybody knows, this guy knows everything about us. He was telling the truth that these people, without knowing, stole from Kaiser Sose or did, did something. Stole? With a stole. D? He said stole. <laughs> it was a D at the end of that. Whatever, look, I'm trying to think. I'm Damn working. The, ge- the gears Come are going now. Here. What <laughs> yeah. I'm saying is I think it, it is possibility that the, the, the story is true and fake at the same time. So there has to be a reason why he would want to kill these guys or yeah. lock them up or whatnot or get them yeah. there. Uh, maybe it has to do with he couldn't he didn't have the means to get to the one guy that could sell him out on that ship. So he figured out the only way he knew how to get to that. That's guy what it was. Was that? Yeah. I mean, he he set he got got them all together so they could carry out the hit because that that person that was on the boat knew too much about, he was like the informant, the rat that they mentioned before. So yeah, that's, that's what it was then. But like you're saying, what else was true other than like certain little bits and pieces of it. By the end of it, you feel like Charlie from it's always sunny trying to connect the dots (laughs) in that room. The the whiteboard. Yeah. 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 That's like the best meme from that goddamn show. But no, I mean, you're absolutely right. And I think that's the genius of the movie is you don't know what, everything you know what what's real what's yeah. fake what what actually happened or, or what but it all makes sense and you can sit here and be charlie and like look i'm connecting these dots we're trying to figure this out and the movie works still without a hundred percent knowing everything i feel like yeah. he almost got caught ish like kind oh, of yeah. when he had to like come up with the the very end where he was like so you watched him die but did you actually see him die he was like, oh, fuck, I don't know what to do here, but he figured it out. Yeah, and the one, they kept showing the the ropes or whatever, yeah. or whatever, yeah, like yeah. that he was hiding behind it or something. I don't know why they kept showing that, and it kind of, that threw me out a little bit. I was like, mm, are you trying to say, like, he's not there? Because, again, I knew... Keaton? Right, well, no, um, Kaiser Sose, like... I oh, yeah, I, yeah. I knew that he he was the guy in the beginning. Like the the main the main throw off for me was the beginning of the movie. They show him light up a cigarette really nicely with his left hand and shoot him you know sideways kill shot right. The minute verbal fuck was fucking around with trying to light that thing and he drops it, I was like, well, yeah, that's him. And that just like a hundred percent went. Yeah, I know. With everything else I've seen in the oh, media, you, you did say right. I figured I, it out right, but I didn't want to tell oh, you. And I was like, yeah, yeah, this is it. So that's why I was just like. All right, so I know that's him, but why are they showing that rope scene or that that whatever all that stuff yeah, stacked yeah. on top of it? Like, what what was the the symbolism behind that, or what what was the reasoning for it? I still don't know. 
No one knows. I don't, maybe they just made it seem like he was the one just... Uh, that's how he, he saw everything happen, is he was hiding behind those ropes, and then he saw, like, whoever murder Keaton on there on the boat. He was the one. He witnessed it from that location. That's why he mentioned, like, uh, how Keaton told him to stay behind when I went in to do the job. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. Maybe that's why. Mm. He was just kind of saying, like, that's how I saw it. I was trying to get away. I was behind those ropes, and I saw him, him kill Keaton at that point. Smart. Yeah. It does make... I like his story of how he doesn't even go with, like, that Keaton could be Kaiser Sose. Like, he even says, like, when the cop's like, yo, it's probably him. He's like, I mean... I don't think so, you know, and it's like, if you yeah. were Kaiser Sose, right, if I was him, I'd be like, yeah, it's fucking him. He probably didn't want to give the credit to anybody else. Yeah, he, well, he, he wants to the credit. He want to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good, that's a good thought, too, and what, what, I mean, that's If fucking... you were doing all that, would you want somebody else to take the credit for it? Like, no, bitch, that was me, but you don't, you can't say it, because you're going to jail. <laughs> right. Yeah. But. I'd be like, no, it wasn't him. But they know. Once I leave and get in that car and drive away, oh, they, they know. know. Yeah. yeah, good luck finding them. But the thing good is, luck. like, I know that at the end of the movie, they're like, well, they're going to get away. Kaiser Soze is going to get away and you're never going to find him. But it's like, they immediately found out as he left the police station. <laughs> I feel like they can definitely find him before he gets on a plane or on a boat. They can hunt him down. <laughs> like, I feel well, like he's not going to be just vanishing without a trace. It is It movie. is 1995, right? So That is true. Chances yeah. of him getting away are yeah, a little bit better then. But. Only that cop worked it out. He didn't go, hey, that's yeah, the he guy. He just ran yeah. outside, yeah. right? So maybe him trying to put it all together, like, yo, he said this, he said that, he said that. Yeah, they have it on tape, and they keep showing that they have it on tape. But can he corroborate that to say, like, yo, this guy's just making all this up? Because all they know yeah. is this dude is handicapped, and they have warrants for his arrests and everything, and he's been arrested they got him in New York or something. Remember, they said some the the handicapped guy from New York and all this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. it's 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 well done. There's yeah. there's not a lot as of far as holes. they know is like th- he just lied to him. That's all they know. They don't have anything really just tying him to everything. Right. So and like, what are they gonna prove if they do catch him? Right. And they he could say I was lying because I'm afraid of Kaiser Sose. You know what I mean? Like yeah. every and he's making this story up. Like who who's to even say the story about him killing his family and like all those people? is even real too, right? Like, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it wasn't. It might have showed something on the, the board as well about that. That's yeah, a good thing to, to say, like, yo, I'm afraid of this guy, and that's why I'm lying, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And yeah. I have immunity. I think that was you just can't the, get me. I, th- yeah, I think it was just the backstory he made up to kind of make Kaiser Soze as as scary, like the boogeyman to right. all these people, as, as scary as possible. So he made up one of the craziest stories. I to, like how to they kind of scare people. Yeah, I like how they made him look like Spanish in that scene too, they with did, like the yeah. long hair. Like he looked like Bandito <laughs> he or something. Like a Desperado, right? Like, right. Antonio no Banderas. Yeah. I just wanted to see him with the long hair walking yeah. out of that scene after he killed him. Just Kevin Spacey and like, uh, uh, no, yeah, no. Yeah. It's but not. it's like the '90s. All they have to go off of is is that like sketch drawing mm-hmm. <laughs> that they had of him at the very end. Is like to send that out all to all the police stations. Like this is the guy we're looking for. It's like you go out on the street you could find like 20 people that look like that yeah. i do like how the sketch didn't look exactly like kevin spacey it was yeah. close but yeah. it was still enough to be like are we sure yeah so that could have been a good like yo you're using a translator to talk to a guy to explain then to tell this person how to draw yeah. i was like that still pretty good but it's not close yeah. i thought that mm-hmm. was super realistic as well so. it's impressive <laughs> it, it really is so who were all these actors we're gonna get to that. Hold on. So we're 
as we I'm always wondering. do here. I forget some of them. I forget some. We always Full get off the rails. a bunch of guys that are like, hey, I know him from somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I know that guy. Right? I had a lot of those moments. I was like, yeah. what the fuck? So real quick, so what this movie is about, we we jumped over I that. I thought we already did that No, movie. we did not. Right. What what, uh, what is this movie called? The Usual Suspects. <laughs> the Usual Suspects. What The Usual Suspects is it's about. about The Usual Suspects. Right, yeah. A sole survivor tells a tale of a twist events leading up to a horrific gun battle on a boat which began when five criminals met at a seemingly random police lineup. So again, it wasn't random. See, seemingly random. It wasn't random. Where to watch... If you have a it subscription, it seemed like they all knew each other. Like they may have all worked together at some point. Well, like so they when they were pretty aware of who we, who the, one another are. Yeah, when they're in the the jail cell at the in the beginning, they are talking to each other like, "Hey, this guy used to be huge, and he got away from it, and it turns out he was a cop, and then got off the force, and then was doing all this stuff behind the scenes." So I mm-hmm. feel like it's it's yeah, it's a criminal underground kind of thing. Like they do know of each other, but they haven't worked together yet. Then they start working together, and they do a couple jobs together, and we see that. Um, well, they said like yeah. the McManus. Well, I mean, we'll get to the characters, but like McManus and uh, Benicio del Toro's character, they worked together for like five years or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. They said at, at one point in the movie, is like I've been working with him for five years. Right. Uh, so it's like at least two or three of them have worked together at some in some capacity at some point, but yeah, not like all the time because oh. they all have their own things going on, as you see at the beginning of the movie when they're getting like rounded up and put in the police custody. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So you can watch this with a subscription to Amazon Prime. You can rent it on fuck YouTube. You watch it with you watch it at my house. Right. Fuck. Uh, you can rent it on YouTube, Voodoo, Google Play, Apple TV, and Redbox because Redbox is still a thing. Uh, it was written. Yeah. Is it? It is. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Why? Because some people, Randy, <laughs> aren't as fortunate as others. You're right. And they have to go and rent DVDs I forgot. or right. Blu-ray. I think Redbox actually has a streaming service too. So, speaking of people that can't afford things, yeah. I bought some guy coffee today. Oh yeah, out of nowhere. You feel good about that? He couldn't afford three dollars for coffee. I was like, you know what? I got you, buddy. I got you. I got two dollars off. <laughs> 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 I was like, ah, oh, fucking sucks. Let me help you out, but I'm getting a discount. <laughs> the Usual Suspects was written by Christopher McQuarrie. He's also written. Valkyrie, Jack Reacher, Edge of Tomorrow, Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation, the newest Mission Impossible, the two new ones that are coming out that have been announced, <clears throat> The Mummy in 2017, and Top Gun Maverick. Goddamn. I want you to pe- wow. put the pieces together in your brain real quick. What is the overreaching thing that connects all those movies? Just balls-out action dun, dun, movies? Dun, dun, is that what you mean? Dun, dun, dun. Maybe. Or a, a certain <laughs> person. In all those movies? Who's Tom who's Cruise? In, thank you. Tom Cruise is in every one of those <laughs> oh, movies. Oh, he is, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So this guy. This guy has written pretty much every like Tom Cruise movie that's been a big blockbuster. Well Damn, that's crazy. A lot of people would say that other Mission Impossibles were not big So he didn't do the first three, but he did all the other ones after that. Those are huge. Henry Cavill's in one of them. I love all of them. I love Tom yeah. Cruise. I don't care. Ghost I Protocol was probably one of the biggest ones whenever it came uh, out. That was that's one of my favorites out of the series. It's I'm, a good one. I, this is this is gonna date me. My favorite is Mission Impossible Two. That's a good one too. When they have They're the, all good. when it's they have bad, a man. when they have a duel with fucking motorcycles. <laughs> Come on, fuck, I haven't seen it so it's, long. A lot of people give that movie shit, but it's it's a guilty pleasure for me as well. That's one I watched the most when I was younger. It's a perfect. It's, it's just early two thousands yeah. over the top. Like Charlie's Angels came out, and then that did, and you're like. All right, 
Yeah, cool. so like the whole DVD <laughs> thing, like I had to, we were kind of poor for a little bit. Okay. So all I had to do was watch these DVDs we already had. And it was the Mission Impossible that already came out in the box set and Rush Hour. Okay. I watched Rush Hour fucking one. One, two, and and three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. three, yeah. So all of them. Yeah. Great movies. Yeah. Jamal Lee. That's all I had. Yeah, I Jamal. mean, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. I guess. Yeah. This is no. directed by Brian Singer, who's also directed X-Men, X2, X3, X-Men First Class. So X-Men. All the X-Men okay. movies. Yeah. Except for the last one that came out, Dark, Dark Phoenix. He didn't do that one. He's also directed mm-hmm. Superman Returns in Star Trek Nemesis. Again, there's other movies these people have done. These are just the most. I'm glad you ones. bring it to like today's world. Well, that's what I'm so trying to do. So I know yeah. what's happening. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Bohemian Rhapsody came out a couple like a year or two ago. Oh, yes, right. Yeah, I didn't. That one I did well. not write that one. Down. I didn't watch the movie. I it's fucking, it's I fucking hate. You don't like Queen? I didn't see it either. I hate Queen. <laughs> Hold on. The Queen that's and the crazy, Beatles. Man. Fuck them. Why? Fuck them both. Nah, that's, that's a bigger offense for me, man. The Beatles are my favorite band. Mm. So I can, hold Why? on, hold, hold, Why hold, are they hold your on. favorite band? Hold on, I can understand right, the sorry. hate for the Beatles because you had to be around to to feel their presence, right? Now today you're like, sure. all right, they're not that good, but they laid the groundwork for everything that came after them. So you have to respect what they did at a time when nobody was doing any of that, and then I'm to respect shit. You can do whatever. It's gotten you want. better since then, <laughs> a lot better. The Beatles helped. And I'm not going to say they fucking paved the way for everything else either, because they didn't. They did. Did they? They did. Like they what? Did. Just like Elvis Presley made rock and roll, they made their well, genre. He's a, he's a king. Okay. Who's better, Elvis Presley or the Beatles? Elvis. The Beatles. The Beatles. Mm, fuck both of you. How, how many <laughs> hits had the Beatles had, and how much money did the Beatles make compared to Elvis? I know it's not about numbers, but in reality, it is. The Beatles had more. About numbers. I don't care about them. I don't care about the Beatles wrote their own songs too. That's, yeah. Then go back to the UK. Elvis Presley just ripped off black people in, in the early forties. Forties? Fifties? I don't know. Some every one of his hits. Then. Yeah, sure. Around that. Every one of the uh, Elvis's hits were just covers. Hound Dog. That's the only one I got. Um, <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not an Elvis fan, so I'm the wrong person to ask on that one. <laughs> yeah, no. So anyways, um this movie is starring Kevin Spacey is verbal. Mm-hmm. No spoilers there, just verbal. Okay. Gabrielle Byrne as Keaton. Chaz Palminteri is Dave Cajun or Cogin? No, Cujin. Whatever. He was the main Cujo. cop guy. Cujo. He was the guy that yeah. was uh, inter- er, um, interrogating verbal. Uh, we also got Stephen Baldwin as McManus. Benicio del Toro as Fenster. Kevin Pollock as Hockney. I'm going to fuck this name up. Pete Pastelowait as Kobayashi. And Giocarlo Esposito as Jack Bear. Steve Baldwin Gus has... Fring. Yes, Gus Fring. That dude, it took me a second. I was like, wait a second. I know this guy. Who? Where the fuck is this guy from? And then it, it hit no. me. And I was like, oh my God, it's Gus Fring. Oh my God, it's the dude from Far Cry. Oh my God, it's the guy that's the bad guy in fucking The Boys. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad, too. Yeah, like, so, like... Yeah. The black dude? Yeah. I, I wasn't going to yeah. say the black never, dude, but thanks. Uh, I've never seen him in anything like that early in right. his career. Like I've only seen more of his recent stuff. He had that suave like goatee going with a nice mustache. I'm like, who is this guy? He had the, the nice hat on and right. everything, man. And, and I, I was like, like I know this even guy. Look like how he looks now. And his voice was similar, but yeah, it wasn't as like deep and like ominous. And I was yeah. like, yeah, was he the one in the uh, in the the ER? Yeah, he was part? the FBI was guy. Yeah, I didn't even look like him. 
because yeah, well, I mean, this yeah, is 95. I mean, he had all this shit on, but I mean, like, even like compared to from that scene to the other scene where I actually saw him in a suit, didn't still didn't look like him. I didn't know until the suit part. I agree. Yeah, he had like that good, that nice like slick goatee yeah. and the fade and everything. He 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 looked way different than you're used to seeing him. My man was looking great. Oh, now he's just looking great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is rated R for violence and substantial amount of strong language. I've never seen a rating say that. <laughs> was there? Was there? They go through the lineup they saying, say suck cox. my... <laughs> they say cocksucker right. a lot. <laughs> what was it? Like, fuck you, motherfucker, suck, or something cocksucker, and they're fuck all just... Fuck you, cocksucker. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel something like that's it's still like nothing compared to some of the other movies that were out at that time, like Boondock Saints or like South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut, and a bunch of the other stuff that was released. Like I don't think it was anywhere close to some of those movies as far as like substantial, you know, language and profanities well when we get to the fun facts i may have a count for how many fucks there are set in this movie and it okay. will i didn't think it, it was will that many. it will astound you i didn't think it was that many oh wow more than yeah, you I think. Didn't think it was maybe that many. Is, maybe i think it is cussed too much yeah that's probably what it is <laughs> yeah, yeah so it just sounds normal you know why you know what's really cool though after i moved out of my parents house this was mm. some years ago because i'm an old guy now mm. 33 I, all i did was just you know say fuck this fuck that whatnot and my parents would always you need to watch your language you need to stop right and then I met Tiffany, and she, my wife, my current wife, she's got my mouth. current wife, her mouth is just as bad <laughs> as mine, right? So once I brought her around my parents, my mom starts swearing now all the time. <laughs> yeah. And I'm looking at her like, what the fuck, mom? You're going to get mad at me, but you're saying, fuck this bitch, and like all this stuff. All that, yeah, it's, it's funny. And you know my parents. <laughs> you know, I don't think I've ever heard your dad really cuss. Uh, so my dad doesn't unless he's mad. And, oh, and then it's good for him. But it's funny. And then you laugh, and then he gets even madder because you're laughing at him. <laughs> so then he gets mad at you, and then he starts cussing you out. And it, and then it gets even funnier, and you can't not laugh at that. And yeah, it's pretty. It's just a never. I love cycle. your parents. They're yeah, fucking my, amazing. My parents are uh, some of the nicest human beings you ever they meet, are. and I'm just an asshole. So yeah, I don't know where don't, you got it from. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know either. Runtime on. Pretty long. The Usual Suspects. Honestly, it wouldn't for this type of movie. Nope. Longer. Nope. What? It was 106 like an minutes. Fuck me. Yeah, yeah it, it seemed longer because there wasn't a lot really going on in certain parts. But we... again, it was all dialogue. Jesus. I felt like yeah. it was a lot longer. See, I, feel, I didn't feel like it. I felt like it went by pretty fast because I was locked in. I was just trying to figure it out as it was going or, sure. or who was what and what was going on. Just kind of put the pieces together. Um, but I, I feel like just because I was locked in, and even though there wasn't as many like action set pieces like what we mentioned earlier... I feel like it, it It was very well paced, in my opinion. I mean, I know that some other people may not seem like that, though, because it is a majority of just talking. Yeah. I think it was very well paced. You got to think. There was the scene at the beginning where, you know, there is action, right? I mean, they show the, the boat blowing up. They show the guy getting shot. They show some other stuff. Then they, you know, lay it out for a little bit and talk about what's going on. Then they show the other jobs that they were doing. Then they mm-hmm. even show the the first kind of job that they did, right? Where they all four vans come together and get that cop car. Which was smart. That was a great scene. Yeah. And again, I, to me, you're right. It was very well paced. Like everything happened in spurts almost to get you like right when you're like, all right, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Like, boom, they would bring yeah. you back in. 
they never really hold on anything for too long. They're always jumping back and forth from either like the, the story that he's telling back to the police station where he's talking with the cop or to something else. It's always kind of jumping back and forth. Right. And I, I did like how they were kind of going through different time periods too, right? Like you had them in yeah. the in the cop shop, the cells or whatnot. Then you had them, you know, doing the, the lineup right after. Then you had mm-hmm. him telling the story, which is at the end of it. Then talking about things before the boat thing, then talking about the boat thing, then going back again. And it like did all get confusing stuff. at one point, though. I remember talking to you about it. Like, yeah. I don't know where we are. Yeah. Yeah. But it was still... I, I feel like it was more confusing, like, in the first, like, 25 minutes, half hour, because they were throwing a lot of it on you at once, going back and forth. But about the about close to that midway point of the movie, you start hitting that that stride where, okay, you're just going back and forth between the regular, like the stories telling and the police station. You're not really dealing with everything else. But that first like quarter of the movie, it's, it's pretty jarring with how much they're throwing at you with the different time periods and what's going on. I think it took me a lot longer than that. Yeah. It was uh, game of Thrones esque to me first season where they're throwing names yeah. and places out and you're like, hold on, who is this person? <laughs> I still only know like three names in that movie. Well, and that's the thing. Like they're saying McManus and Verbal and all these people, and you're like, which one's which? And who's this guy? And who's that guy now? And they're talking about Red Shoes and Kobayashi and all this stuff. And you're like, who the fuck? Are, or Redwood or what is Red know, Shoes? Red Shoes? What, I Redwood? know it, yeah. Redwood. Red, Red Shoes is Redwood. Red, Red, Red Roof or something. Something yeah. like that. Red Roof Inn. Maybe you're going to the hotel. <laughs> okay. Uh, I only know McManus, Kazu Sose, and Keaton. Okay. That's all I got. I guess well, still. And those are the main. I mean, besides like verbal, yeah, sure, which, but that's Kaiser Sosa. Yeah, spoilers. Spoilers. Shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but they, they kind of uh, make you think that like Keaton's the main character of the movie for yeah. a little while. And yeah, and and that plays into what happens at the end of them being like, "Yo, no, he is, did. You see him get shot? He is Kaiser Sose. Like, mm-hmm. and it it's it's well done. Like, you're if I didn't know, if I did not know the the walk that's a limp turning into a regular walk, I would have been. That makes sense. Yeah, thank you for not telling me. I was going I to, and I was it. like... I, I felt it coming. I was like, oh, he's going to tell me. But I'm not going to be mad about it, but I'm glad you didn't. No, no. I ain't going to ruin it for you. I'm not that guy. I mean, I figured it out at the end, obviously. Well, they... Unlike yeah. the irritable dad syndrome's wife oh, oh, Jesus. not figuring it out. That's or she actually, she knew it Throwback. too soon. I guess we got we to gotta give context to that. Yeah. So we... Uh, there's this another podcast we've guessed it on. They've guessed it on here. We were on... It was the They Live episode. We reviewed mm-hmm. They Live... Uh, we did a how I've no no we did an extra reel with a list. that's right yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, the guys from the irritable dad syndrome great podcast if you haven't checked them out check them out at irritable dad syndrome and uh, they were telling us a story of I don't know how we got on the usual suspects and again and we off the reels like we always do right well but again like I hadn't seen it you hadn't seen yeah. it at this point and they start going into this like long story about how in college they watched it and there was a girl that they were with that I guess turned into his wife mm-hmm. who did not understand the ending yeah. And they said, we stayed up all night trying to go over it and tell them about this and try to make it, like, explain it to her, and she just didn't get it. At the end of this movie, or halfway through it, I looked at him and was like, what is that person not getting? Yeah, but that turns yeah. out she fucking figured it out way too soon, so she was just confused by the ending on why it was confusing. Okay. Yeah. So, like, good for her, but, like, also, come on now. Right. So she's like, I'm so smart that I got it, so yeah. why is this a big deal? Yeah. Yeah, unlike the sixth sense. Sixth Sense. Because that was better twist than this one. I wanted to say that earlier. I mean, you can say it now. It's a lot better twist. It is. My jaw didn't yeah. drop during this one. I got you. But also, 
you kind of knew, right? Where in Sixth Sense, there's nothing until you watch it back that's cueing you in to say, Even spoil- they spoilers, he's dead the whole time. If you haven't seen the movie, <sighs> you fucked up. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. I watched it when I was 21. My jaw dropped. My person at the time was just looking at me. Like, what are you waiting what? for me to, like, oh, realize? That person knew. Yeah. She, and oh, then she, she, saw, was like, she was like, you haven't seen this? Right. I was like, no, I haven't seen it. And she, okay. she was like, oh, getting it. It's a good twist. Yeah. It's definitely a great twist. Those are some of the best, best, like, times of watching, like, movies with friends that, like, they don't know about the twist. Like I remember watching a from Dust to Dawn with a buddy that's never didn't know anything about it. And oh, then like it. as soon as the vampires come out and everything, he's like, What the fuck is going on? <laughs> like this oh, yeah. was like a, a robbery type movie. They're on the like trying to get away, going on the lamb, and now it, there's there's vampires. Like what the hell is going on? <laughs> right. It's such a good twist too, because it, it literally comes out of nowhere. Like you're like, Okay, this movie, Dust Till Dawn, sure. It's great. All of a sudden, vampires? What? I'm in, you know. So there's another movie too that I think, albeit it's it's not in your face, but it's a movie. My my favorite type of movie is where you have to watch it again to fully get the movie. And yeah. the movie it's called The Prestige. If you haven't seen it, I'm not going to ruin anything for it. But it's one of the best yeah. movies I think of the last 15 to 20 years that makes it. It basically shows you a movie, and you watch it, and you're like, holy shit, that's awesome. But then you watch it again, and the movie is completely different the second time because of what happens at the end. So you're seeing things in a different perspective, and the, the movie's a completely different movie, and it's almost better the second time. And then you get done the second time, you're like, wait a second. Let me watch that one more time. The third time is where everything makes sense. Some people will sit there and say, well, I don't want to watch a movie three times to get it, which, okay, sure, that's fine. You don't need to. But if you want to experience a movie and, like, be in that world and, like, take everything in, that's the movie to literally sit down and, like, just absorb. Yeah. I love those kinds of movies, too. That's why, like, I'm a huge fan of David Lynch because you could do that so many times with his movies. And even by, like, the fourth time, you're like, I have no clue what the fuck's happening. My opinion has changed from the last three, and I still have no idea what's going on. Right. <laughs> I, I It's funny. I, I tried to do a rewatch of Twin Peaks, the original um, oh, I want to say, piece. I want to say, when was that? Maybe, maybe three or four years ago when it like came back to Netflix, and I watched it when it like, maybe not when it first aired because I would have been too too young to even not to see it, but like you know to Fair. under well yeah to even know yeah. that it was on, but I want to say mid nineties I watched it, maybe ninety eight, and I just remember being like enthralled with it. But again, I was younger, so I didn't really like understand it, but I liked it. And then I watched it again. I was like, holy shit, everybody's so overacting and it's it's amazingly bad good, if that makes sense. Like so every other thing that yeah. you like. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm a big proponent of if I know your movie's bad on purpose, but yeah. you're leaning into it, I enjoy you it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's my jam. It was, it was making fun of a lot of like those soap operas at mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, I, I hate movies that are trying to be bigger or better than they are, mm-hmm. and they're not stepping back a like, second. they don't know that they're not that good. Right. Like, hey, we got a... I'm the shit. Right. This is great. Yeah. No, I want a movie that's just like, yeah, we're doing this. Yeah. And then they look at the camera <laughs> like, see? Yeah. This sucks, but yeah. you're here. Right. Like, I want that. So that's why, like, any B movie that comes out 
it could be the worst thing I've ever seen. As long as it's tongue-in-cheek bad, it's great. And at the end of the day, what are you watching a movie for? Entertainment? Is it entertaining? Yeah. Was it good? No, but I was entertained, so what's wrong with that? Yeah, (laughs) did his job. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) The Usual Suspects was released first at the Sundance Film Festival on January 25th, 1995, then was released wide August 16th. 1995. Oh, eight months later. That's my birthday, yeah. man. I didn't know that. Look at that. Mm, Happy birthday you. in August of 16. <laughs> That's All crazy. Right. Budget yeah. time. Okay. We're going to guess what we think it costs to make this movie. Fuck. We're going to go to Randy oh, first yeah, since thinking. he knows the rules. I'm thinking. He's thinking. Yep. Explain the rules to him. The rules are, what do you think it costs <laughs> to make this movie? Fuck. That wasn't enough time. <laughs> um... It's, it's probably not that much, honestly. Well, think about it. I'm going. We're, I'm going. I'm going. Seventy-three. Se- what? Seventy-three. Seventy-three million dollars to make this movie in 1995. Not million. Where am I at? I don't know where you're at. What? Did you say seventy-three or seven point three? I don't know what you said. No. No. Fuck me. I'm gonna help you out. Yes, it's please. not seventy-three million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I know it's not million. <laughs> What's the average? Thousand. What do we normally do? Well, okay, so we for we, a movie like this. I, I can't, I can't, I can't give you context not- clues, but I can say that our average or our median of movies with what we've uh, kind of covered over the last ninety-seven episodes, uh-huh. I would say would be anywhere between twenty to forty-five million, right? But you have the outliers that are like in the hundreds of millions, and then you have some that are like I don't know a million dollars, where you're like, holy shit, they made that for a million dollars. So yeah, let's let, let me let me paint a better picture for you. How about this? Nineteen ninety-five. Uh-huh. Stephen Baldwin's sort of a big deal. Is he? Uh, Kevin Spacey, <laughs> sort of a big is deal. Yeah, is he? Kevin Spacey I wanna, I wanna is a, go back, No, I want to okay. go back to Stephen Baldwin. Okay. Stephen yeah, Baldwin, Stephen Baldwin. <laughs> would be the beer, B tier of Baldwin's. Alec. Right. Alec is the A tier. Well, right. Stephen. Anymore, but... And then, no. I mean, well, he did some. He was, did a thing. was the Flintstones before or after this? The Flintstones would be after Because he played Why? like Barney in that one, right? But he was the, Barney the in the, first the second one. So Stephen Baldwin, he, did? Yeah. Stephen Baldwin okay. was Barney in the Viva La- oh. Rock Vegas. Okay. Yeah. Now you get it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, he was also in a a another sequel movie. There's a movie called Slapshot, which I know you haven't seen. Um, That's Paul Newman was in it from the 70s. You know cool. who Paul Newman is. Do you, ne- you never bought like any Newman's own organic food. You've never no. seen Newman's own like salad dressing. No. You don't go shopping. Do is you? it organic? Yeah, it's, it's organic Do I look stuff. like I eat organic stuff? No, well, I mean, it's not like it's like, oh my God, this is organic. You can only get it at Whole Foods. It's like just like an organic type thing that is kind of big. You can buy at Walmart. I know nope. you shop at Walmart. Yep. All right, whatever. Um, I'm going 43 million. 43 million. Yep. Look at that. That's where we got there to. There we go. All right. <laughs> I'm going to go lower. I'm going to go like 16 million. That's probably smart. I'm really bad at this game. So He's really bad at yeah. this game. Yeah, for for our normal episodes, so when we're not doing the extra reel or uh, how have you not seen this, mm-hmm. we normally have two other hosts, and they're pretty much way better than Randy is yeah. at this game. Uh, but for this game, you're both wrong. The budget, $6 million. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I right. thought mine was low. It was a low ball. I, I When I read that, I was like, let me let me research so, some okay, more. Okay, so our budget's usually <laughs> in the millions? Well, it would be millions, yeah. Most movies Normal. are is millions. Is anything ever in like the hundreds of thousands? Yeah, there's been a couple movies that 
we've done like independently and yeah. just like back in the 70s type stuff. So like the bad ones. Like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the first one was probably like $500,000. Yeah. Not even that. Blair Hol- Witch, Halloween I think, was like, like 300000 know. Right. Yeah, so that's what fucks me up. I think of all those movies. Well, don't. Yeah. It's going to be like... So any movie that has like major studio backing, okay, um, is going to have millions of dollars for the budget. Okay. So think about this next time is when did this movie came, come out, who was in it, and how many locations or special effects are in it, mm-hmm. right? If you're going to a lot of locations, you're going to have to have money. a B team to go to some yeah. locations, right? So that's more money. Mm-hmm. If it seems like it's taking longer to make this movie because there are so many scenes, well, you got to pay more to be to different places, to mm-hmm. feed people, to do what you need to do. Um, if there's a lot of special effects, more money, right? Like if there's more explosions, if you're looking at Fast Five, let's. I know I always say Fast Five to you. I know. I think that's what you you see in your brain is the Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> yeah, and then so lastly, like, normally they they incorporate like the uh, the promotion and all that stuff into the budget as well. Exactly. Like so marketing. like Dodge, because America, America. Yeah. So he brought up a great <laughs> point there too, right? So your marketing has a budget as well. Sometimes people will spend just as much as on marketing as they do the movie, right? Oh, yeah. So it might cost you twenty million dollars to make this movie. Well, they're spending twenty million on marketing. Mm-hmm. To me, that's fucking wild. So that's all included. Yeah, it's like an all-inclusive deal. All-inclusive. Going right One down ticket, to Cancun. Yeah, you're good to go. Get the food, the <laughs> okay. drink, cool. The room, the room service. Okay. Getting a little get towel. The free ride. Get a free ride. You get a, you get a limo driver for that. Get, yeah, any, anything yeah. all-inclusive. Okay. Right. So, all right. Box office. What do we think it made in theaters overall? Uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and raise myself a hundred thou. So one forty three. Hundred thou? Hundred and forty three thousand? I was at forty three million. So one hundred and forty three. One hundred and forty three million. Yes, yes, okay, yes. yes. Remember, we're we're talking hundreds, million. yes, Mi- yes. millions. Million. Yeah, gotcha. Why? What are you, What are you uh, thinking over there? So it was made for six million. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to your original guess. I'm gonna go. It made forty three million. Forty-three. All right, all right. Overall, it's opening weekend. We'll do that first. It's opening weekend. It made six hundred and forty thousand dollars. Fuck me. Oh Jesus. (laughs) Think about that that for a second. Like a big movie. Think about that for a second. Six hundred forty thousand thousand for this movie with these people in it, and it's regarded as a fucking classic. Right. You can do that in just Maryland alone. Yeah. We're in Maryland, by the way. <laughs> I bet, like the studios after opening weekend, were freaking out. There's like, no way they we weren't. Do? We spent no six, way. even though we spent six million on this, we're not even close to return, like getting up to our budget, <laughs> like making close. our money back. Jesus. A little bit of good news: the overall box office was sixty-seven million. Oh I guess wow! They made their money back. That's so good. word of mouth that word traveled of mouth a little got bit. Out there, yeah, yeah. So, um, after its peak, which was at week five. It was doing three million a week, damn. Jeez. But it took till week five to get to that, and that's the 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 highest it's ever got was the fifth. Those uh, people movie. were selling shit. They were like, "I'm not making any money off this movie. I lost so much. <laughs> right? Take take my car. Right. I don't care. I don't need this second yeah. house. No, fuck that." <laughs> Stephen Baldwin's like talking to his brother Alec. Like, hey man, what do you what, what do you you got any money for me? What's the other brother? I said it the other day. There's Alec, Stephen. Bobby. Bobby. Yeah, Bobby Baldwin. Yeah, yeah. Bobby That's a Baldwin. better name. Bobby Baldwin. 
I would watch a movie. Yeah, you don't with see Bobby him too Bolton. much. You don't. He's he's weird looking. <laughs> Has he done anything? Does he's he not been, look like him? I mean, he does, but he looks like. Oh, I get it. He looks like both of them it. together. I get it. Weirdly, <laughs> I get it. That's I was why. gonna say that. Yeah. Because because yeah. Steve Baldwin, right? Yeah, that's the one. Stephen Baldwin. He looks like a John Travolta, Alec Baldwin mix, and it's kind of weird. Yeah, I can see what you're saying there. It's with a weird. with a hangover. With a hangover. Yeah. <laughs> it's always got a hangover. Every movie he's ever been in, he's got like that. Hey guys, yeah. I'm, uh, I just fucking woke up. <laughs> Looks tired as hell. You got any Advil? Fuck me every weekend. Right. Got it. Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna do uh, the top ten that week. So Damn. what was in theaters? We're not mm-hmm. guessing. I'm just going through it. And then when we get to the top three, though, we guess the top three. I'm gonna give you the top three movies in no particular, in no particular order, order, and then you're going to say. <laughs> I think it's one, two, three. Yes. You son of a bitch. Yes, you son of a bitch. Number 10. One of my personal 90s favorite kid movies. A kid in King Arthur's Court. Nope. I know you haven't seen it. I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, man, it's great. It's got the guy from uh, American Pie is the lead guy in it. Um, This kid. So you've seen Rookie of the Year, right? Yeah. Where the kid breaks his arm. And, like, because he broke his arm, he's got, like, the fastest pitch in the world. Oh, yeah, yeah, Same kid. This movie came out, like, six months later. And it was basically him, like, somehow going back in time to King Arthur and then, like, doing a whole bunch of shit with it. It's really good for, a, for a kid's movie. What is that? Was a kid in King Arthur's court. Keep going. This yeah, I've definitely heard of it. I've never seen it, though. <laughs> it's, honestly, if you liked, like I said, Rookie of the Year, it's the same kind of comedy the same kind of like i think it might be like the same people made the movie uh i just remember that wouldn't be surprising yeah right i, I remember going to the library and renting all these movies so i'd got daniel them. craig in it he's got daniel craig in it look what at that oh my gosh this movie just That's went up early daniel craig movie yeah definitely master master kane master kane michael kane number nine the babysitter's club is that a Breakfast that's Club knockoff? No, that's a great movie. You haven't seen that. Oh, oh god damn. We're in the 90s. I was born in 95. Okay. I haven't you, seen You any were born of these this movies. year, yeah. God damn. Number eight, Apollo 13. Okay. That's a good movie. It's a great movie. It's not, one, not one I would like rewatch all the time. It's okay. Randy's <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. Nope. Uh Tom <laughs> Hanks. It's about the, the, the moon landing, yeah. right? About the moon landing. No, actually, it's not. What? It's about the one that didn't get to the moon. Oh. Great I movie, never, though. I don't know history either. No. You don't what do you know? <laughs> Not much, man. Not much. I know I'm here right now. <laughs> no, Apollo thirteen actually is a is a good movie, but you're you're I right, Wyatt, it. when yeah. you're like it's not something like I wanna put on. I mm-hmm. think it's super long too. It's like two thirty yeah. or something. So but a lot of good people are in it. It's it's a good movie. It's just like watch Armageddon instead. Mm. Yeah, at that point might as well. I don't, I, unless you're going through like a Tom Hanks like Phase or like a real, like a marathon. Right, you got to really hit all the good Tom Hanks to break ones. out Apollo thirteen. <laughs> Goddamn. Number seven, the net. Sandy, the net. it's a Sandy movie. Sandy, of Sandra it is. Bullock. Yeah, fuck her. I, what? I love Sandy. So don't like her. All right. Number six. This is just for you, babe. Uh, that the pig one. Pig in the yeah. city. That's the pig one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because what did you say to me today? That'll do. <laughs> and I sent you a pig. pig. <laughs> is that? Oh, you just got it. Oh, was that babe you sent me? That wasn't babe. It was just oh, a pig winking so. at you. It was kind of weird. <laughs> I liked that. I saw my watch. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> <laughs> Number five. If somebody was sitting beside me, Wally, one of his favorite all-time movies, Waterworld. 
Oh, I fucking love that movie. That's, 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 that's one yeah. of the yeah. biggest like box office bombs ever, right? It is. Kevin Co- uh, Costner was in that movie. It was it cost mm-hmm. like three hundred million or something to make, and it was just a bland. I know Wally's not going to listen to this. It was a piece of shit. <laughs> it's not good. I hope he listens to this. No. He won't. He's going to call He's me like, gonna, what the you fuck, son man? Of a bitch. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I heard what you said about Waterworld. I'm not friends anymore. Waterworld's best. No, I, I get what where he's coming from. You guys would never not be friends. I saw that right. picture in your office. You like it? In the besties frame. Yeah. He got that for me. Adorable. I know. We we graduated high school, and uh, I, I don't Oh, I know who took that picture. My wife watches this. My ex-girlfriend took that picture. Yeah. And uh, we graduated high school that night, and we, the picture is both me and him with our diplomas, like, like it, it's pretty stupid. It but I liked it. Yeah, so that's, it's, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Adorbs. Adorable. Whatever. My best friend. So <laughs> number four. Something to talk about. Nope. Sounds yeah, familiar. Either. I don't think I've ever seen it. I know the song because I play yeah, it. Yeah, I know the song. I play it in Tara's band. Talk about. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, what? Step Brothers. Is it in Step Brothers? Yeah. Oh. It sounds like it would be like a romantic talk comedy. About. Or something. Something it probably I would watch. Is. Watch it be Sandy as well. Yeah. <laughs> All right, top three in no particular order. Fuck. Dangerous Minds. A Walk in the Clouds. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I didn't. I thought the Mortal Kombat movie sucked in the beginning, like the first one. Hold on. The original Mortal Kombat that came out in '95. What sucked about it? I, I didn't personally think it sucked. Like I thought I heard that it sucked. Or was, so it, or was it the mine. new one? The new one fucking The new sucks. one was trash. Oh, yeah, the new okay. one sucks. Oh, my God, it's so bad. Don't even get me started. I could sit here for an hour and talk about that. <laughs> Give me the list again. Yeah, the you new said, one's not good. Dangerous Minds. Dangerous Minds. A Walk in the Clouds. Mortal Kombat. Can I get the... I'm going to write this down. Can I get the weeks of them? Mortal Kombat is in its first week. Dangerous Minds in its second. Walk in the Clouds in its second. Dangerous. I'll put Walk in the Clouds at number three. Thank you. <laughs> right. I don't even know what that was. I, I needed to look at that myself. I probably should start looking these movies up when now, I don't know. Now, the thing is, like, I know, I feel like Mortal Kombat would have had, like, a lot of people would be interested in it, but if it's the first weekend. Now, I know Dangerous Minds was a pretty big deal at the time. Like, I know it was, like, up for, like, a bunch of Oscars and awards and stuff, so I'm not sure what the box office would have been on it, though. Mm. Um... I'm gonna say Mortal Kombat Two: Dangerous Minds One. I'll, I'll I'll go risky with it. He's gonna get risky. What do you, What do you think, Harry? So I was gonna go Walk in the Clouds One, Mortal Kombat Two, Ooh. Dangerous Minds Three. Ooh. Living on the clouds there, huh? Yeah, I think so. Number one, Mortal Kombat. Number oh, two, him. Dangerous ah. Minds, and number three, A Walk in the Clouds. Yeah. Damn. Uh, the Usual Suspects that. was number eighteen. Oof. <laughs> Oof. I thought, was, I thought they said it was a good fucking movie. 640,000 it got. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, it is a good movie, but word of mouth needed to spread. Apparently. Yeah. So I remember um, their marketing blitz for this movie. I remember it. This is this is so weird to me. And I remember seeing, like, the the posters, like, going to Blockbuster or, or whatever. You remember shit from when you were, like, six? Dude, I remember the weirdest stuff. I can't remember what I did last week. I can't remember what my wife told me 20 minutes ago, but I can remember going to Blockbuster <laughs> in 95 and seeing the usual suspects, and it's saying, who is Kaiser Sosa? You was, and going, you what the fuck is this? right? Uh, 
No, I would have been eight. No, seven. Seven. Yeah. So you're 34. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's the math. Uh huh. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it was math. I would have uh, been uh, two. I don't remember when it came <laughs> out. <laughs> right. But again, like, I remember that, and I feel like that's what failed the movie. Like, nobody. Who's Kaiser Sosa? I don't know. Okay. What does I that have to do? I don't give a fuck who Kaiser Sosa <laughs> Right. Like, okay. I think it should have been like a little bit different, just showing the, you know, the usual suspect lineup and being like, who killed or who's behind it or something. You know what I mean? Like, you should do yeah. marketing. Maybe I should do marketing, Randy. Maybe. I don't know. I shouldn't. Uh, so I, I just think like that's what failed the movie. But then word of mouth took over. I was like, yo, dude, this fucking movie is great. Well, it took five weeks, though. True. But once it did, I mean, it took off. I mean, you could say, okay, $67 million isn't a lot. But for a movie that started at 640000 in its first yeah. week, I think that's pretty good. Yeah. And with a $6 million budget, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. So, Rotten Tomatoes time. We're going to guess what the tomatometer or the tomato meter or the Rotty T's, as we like to say here, uh, critics and audience <laughs> score. So, we're going to guess the critic score first out of 100% and then do the audience score. So, that. I'm not going to guess because I remember the critic score. Do you? I'm going to let him go. Okay. Yeah. You go ahead. Uh... Is critics saying it's like eighty six percent? Well, is that that's what I'm gonna guess? He's gonna guess eighty six. What are you gonna guess? I was gonna go eighty nine. Eighty nine. It is actually eighty nine. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Look at you yeah. with a remembering yeah. mind Close. of your own. Like, okay, what what do we think the audience score though this, is? I didn't see that one, so I'm gonna guess it's up one. there. Yeah. <sighs> I'm gonna keep it in the eighties. I'm gonna go eighty one. Eighty one. He's going eighty one. Okay. All right, Wyatt. What are you thinking? I'll go with like 77. 77? He thinks the audience is lower. Audience yeah. score? 96. Shoo. 96. Good for them. Okay. Jeez. Okay. I don't I don't disagree, but I don't think I would give it that high. There's some people in there that obviously gave it 100% though. Look, I have a scoring system in my head. I know. And a 96 is like Back to the Future 2 level. You ain't going to get <laughs> that. be... Damn near perfect. Right. It's got to be, I need everything. I need action. I need dialogue. I need nice, pretty women. I need Michael J. Fox in it. I need a time machine. <laughs> oh I need a guitar solo. I need... You just need Christopher <laughs> Lloyd. <You> just, <laughs> Christopher you just Lloyd need needs Back to show. the Future 2 is what you need. That's what I need, yeah. yeah. So to get a perfect movie, or in the 90s, it needs to be like, holy shit, what am I watching? And yeah. genre-defining almost, right? Now, yeah. did I watch Back to the Future 2 when it came out? No. But I did watch it probably like when I was fucking three years old and continued to watch it, and it's still the best movie I've ever seen. Fight me. I don't care. Um, so I put every movie up against that movie. So if you're letting... We have a thing here, too. We haven't talked about this in a while. It's the phone test, right? If I pick my phone up mm-hmm. at all during the movie, it failed, and I take a point off for that, right? So now you're at nine. What are you going to do? My dad has this thing. This is going to be fucked up. He's done this once or twice at a restaurant, and I, I told him to stop. The waitress comes up. He goes, here's a $20 bill. As long as we're good, 20's there. But the minute you start messing up, I take a dollar from that. Oof. Oh, man. Yeah, I remember looking. He did that? He's he done that like once or twice when we went somewhere. I was like, damn, that's fucked up. What are you doing? Give me me that. (laughs) But it made me start thinking, and when we started this podcast, that's how I look at things, right? Like, I'm giving every movie a 10 out of 10, right? Until it starts doing something where I'm like, uh, take a point off. Uh, take a point off, right? The minute I take my phone out, I'm taking a point off. 
Right. So you didn't get to drink fast enough. Take a dollar off that bitch. Right. Okay. <laughs> my drink's not here. I ordered it like two minutes ago. Nineteen dollars. My my steak's undercooked. Five dollars coming off. Right. You know what I mean. Oh. <laughs> That's my dad that's, when he used to drunk. eat meat. Yeah. No, he doesn't eat meat anymore. Anyways, oh, what what I'm saying is like your dad doesn't eat meat anymore. Yeah, he's been vegan for five years now. The fuck. He had a, a esophagus problem where eating red meat was causing his esophagus to like swell up a little bit. So then it was causing him high blood pressure and all this other stuff. So it's taking out like, meat from his diet mm-hmm. has made him healthier. Okay. So he has a legitimate it. reason. Yeah. Okay. But That's fine. Don't fuck up his tofu order. Don't. <laughs> Five dollars. Five dollars. Coming off that tip. <laughs> it happened. It happened the other day. We went to T-Rific and Tiffany ordered it online. and Or not online, over the phone. We were driving. I had to go to AutoZone and we are driving. And she calls up. She's like, I want to you know, place an order. And she's like, right away, oh, we're only accepting cash. And my wife's like, are you kidding me? Put, hangs up and like, the world's over. Like, oh my God, everything. <laughs> why can't I have a perfect day? What the fuck? She like wanted to throw the phone out the window. I'm like, hey, it's all right. I got 20 bucks here. We're good. We can stop at the PNC. We can get some money. It's, it's fine. Good, go. It's fine. I so she calls back. Right. Oh, okay. I'm staying. Oh, all right. Um, So did you message my wife? I did. Oh, all right. <laughs> good for you. Anyway, so then we go and pick up the food and she orders, you know, we got uh, sesame chicken and then she got tofu and something else for my parents. We get home. We have... Four giant things of chicken. Is that what you were eating on Saturday? Yeah. That's why I had I had so much chicken because we ordered this chicken from the Chinese restaurant and they they were probably like, God damn, these people love chicken. Everybody love chicken. Right. Goddamn. Too much. Sorry. Anyways, back to the usual suspects. IMDB score. Well, you want to guess that? We can guess that. That's out of ten. I think I remember. Is it like a nine point three? 9.3 is going with Randy. What are you going with? 7.6. 7.6. It is an 8.5. Is it not on there? Right. What in was the other score I saw? So the way Plex does it, they show the uh, Rotten Tomatoes critic score, and then they show the popcorn movie something oh, score. I don't yeah. remember what that's from. I don't either. What, it's it popcorn movies Fandango? or something like that. Uh, maybe it is Fandango. I don't know. But yeah, 8.5. Not, not bad. Not too bad. Yeah. Not no. too bad. Yeah. Mm, 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 that's good. So getting to who is your favorite character in this movie? Go to Randy first. Oh, no. We got. Oh no! I didn't have my. I didn't have my cheat sheet. <laughs> Favorite character. Uh, probably just case Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. I yeah. mean, he is the main. Well, he character. is the main character. So he that's is like, talking. I think it's through. an easy pick, but you know, you did pretty good. Yeah, I'll yeah, give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah, like the whole like coming up with the story. And obviously, it wasn't him coming up with the story, but he played it well. Yeah, touche. Yeah. And he yeah, played yeah. a uh, handicapped person really well. Uh, yeah. We've had a couple of movies where we've had handicapped people playing handicapped people. Uh, we did the score a while ago, and um, ah, shit, what's his name? American History X, the original Incredible Hulk from the Marvel Universe. Edward Norton. Edward Norton played a uh, handicapped person, but he was playing a handicapped person in the movie in which he wasn't a handicapped, just like this movie. So that's politically correct, and you can do that. Whereas if you were Simple Jack in Tropic Thunder, you don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Never go full retard, man. Never. <laughs> so, uh, Wyatt, who is your favorite character? Um, yeah, I mean, I would, I would probably say uh, verbal Kevin Spacey. If, if not, I would probably say his name is Fensta, but it's a Benicio del Toro's character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I loved the because I was kind of looking into like the backstory, but 
how apparently not even the actors that worked on the movie knew what he was saying for the most part with the, that Dude. accent and his accent, that, that yeah, dialect yeah. that he was speaking through. Because apparently that just kind of came up out of nowhere. That was just the direction he wanted to go with the character. Um, but I think some of the, the comedic parts of the movie hit well with him because everybody's like always asking him, like, what did you say? Like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, no, he did good on that because half the time I was like, what the fuck is he saying? Well, I remember yeah. sitting there thinking, like, okay, I've seen him after this in movies. Was he just not good at English then? But apparently he was, and it was just literally him, like, I'm going to do this weird-ass accent for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> Who was he? Because he, he did he Fear and Loathing, like, a year or two after this. And, I mean, it's right. he's a the much Mexican crazier guy. character, but you can at least understand what he's saying for the most part. <laughs> right. The guy that got killed and he was on the beach. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He? In real life or in the he, movie? In the name movie. like another movie. Name another movie that he was in. Uh, 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 here's one for you. So you've seen Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Yeah. He's the fucking uh, ah shit. What what, what yeah. what's his name? The not Taskmaster. That's not fucking one. The guy they go to with the 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 orb that has the Infinity Stone in it. He's got the white yeah. hair with like the goatee. He has like the collection of different. Oh, collector. Yeah. He's the collector. Yeah, the collector. Oh, yeah, the collector. Him? That's him. yeah. What the fuck? I know, right? I wanted to say it to you in the movie, but I couldn't think of the collector either, and I was like, oh, collector. <laughs> Yeah, he's wow. in a bunch of shit. Yeah. I think he's in that Sicario movie. Yep. I, I've yep. seen that once. He's in some TV shows too. He was in uh, mm-hmm. a Star Wars. Uh, well, you haven't gone through all the Star Wars yet, but he was in um, uh, the second one where they go to the casino planet and he brings them down oh, yeah. to that. Was that Last Jedi? I don't think I made it there. Yeah, don't. Second in. Second in the newest trilogy. Yeah, I haven't made it. Right, yeah. yeah. The first one watched, but the next one. <laughs> Terrible. You know what? You'd probably like it because they're very fast and furiously. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. My favorite character was Kobayashi. Uh, if he was that character, right? Because again, this is a story that Kaiser Soso is, is, is making, right? So, but in that yeah. story, I like those scenes where, like, they're like, yo, we'll kill you if you don't say. And he's kind of just like, well, do whatever you got to do. I got a job to do here. Like, w- this guy's real. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you want me to tell you. I'm meeting with your fucking girlfriend right now. Like, yeah. Do what you got to yeah, do. He wasn't if not, faced at all. Right. Like he's like fucking. Let's let's go here. Like, what do you want from me? And then that look that he gave him after he sat down and like you even brought it up. You said that was a great like shot where it's showing his uh, reflection yeah. in the mirror. The uh, what the fuck's his name? Uh, Keaton. And yeah. uh, like he just kind of looks at him like, yep. Yeah. What the fuck you gonna do now? <laughs> exactly. It's your move. Right. Now again. If that's not the character and that's just the story that he's making up, I mean, even though it could be anybody, it's still a great character that he made up, you know? So, I, yeah, I just, I, I liked it. I was still a really smart shot. Oh, yeah. Using, like, the, the shadow, like, mm-hmm. whatever, it was, the reflection to get him in there. I was like, God damn. You look good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good for Brian one of my main, One of my main problems was, like, the dude they cast as Keaton. It was like, I didn't... The way they talked about this dude through the whole movie and his history and what he's done, it just it didn't line up with the guy that plays him. Like I don't believe this dude did all of this stuff that you're talking about. Like yeah, he didn't went to seem... that hardcore prison in like a foreign country and he killed multiple people there. And then he was like he was a like criminal mastermind that like just didn't care about anything. He would just kill anybody out of like off of a whim. But like everything they were kind of saying that this guy did, I just didn't believe that. This guy that was portraying him, I just, I didn't buy it. Right. Well, and again, though, who's coming up with, or who's talking about that? Is it not Kaiser Sose? 
or is it the cops kind of saying like, okay, we think he's doing all this? Because I True. agree with you. Like, I didn't see that guy as being that either. And even in the beginning where he's sitting down uh, for dinner with those French people, he even's like, what do you do? Like, what, what, what do you... What do you have on me? Like, I'm mm-hmm. nothing. I'm not doing anything. And mm-hmm. who knows? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that could be that. But I, I definitely agree with you. Like, that actor being cast in that role, if they're looking at the specific things you said, kind of feels, eh, Yeah. Because if it was just him being an ex-cop that turned dirty, I could I could believe that, like how they mentioned. But mm-hmm. all this other stuff that they were going on about is like, eh, I don't, I don't believe that as much. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah. do we have a favorite part or scene? In this movie, right? Uh, when the cop comes back in, he was like, "So who's Kazu Sose?" Kazu mm-hmm. goes, "Fuck." <laughs> that's a little, yeah. it was short, but I loved it. Well, that, <laughs> that's, that's another genius that was kind awesome. of thing, I know, too, right? Like, fuck, they figured it out. But is he saying fuck because he thinks they figured out he's Kaiser Sose, or is he just going along with the character that he's making? Like, fuck, I've been holding this back to not tell you that I'm afraid of this guy, right? Yeah. Oh, it, it, yeah. There's so many layers here you can peel back like an onion. Shrek, and and just see what you know. Like it, it, the more you you break cakes, the movie down, have layers, right? I think that was the first time I remember them saying "fuck" in that movie. Yeah, I mean it's a very audible "fuck." Yeah, fuck, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah. So fuck. no, that that I mean, yeah, I'll give you that. It's a good little little scene. What do you got there, Wyatt? You got a favorite party scene? Uh, I would I would probably say the ending. Uh, like just the whole them fa- piecing it all to like the cop piecing it all together with the bulletin board stuff, and then like as as you've mentioned a couple times, just that that walk that he has, where it just slowly translates to him just pretty much faking everything. Um, but the other standout scene I would probably say was what we talked about a little bit ago, where they actually went and did the heist on that. Uh, they called it like the taxi service, where it was like dirty cops were just take money from like drug dealers and kingpins mm-hmm. to just kind of drive them around the city and they just happen to stop one of these people and, and steal everything they had and I, like you mentioned how cool of an idea it was just surrounding them with those vans and just they lit the car on fire so they couldn't go anywhere they ripped like the windshield out and everything i thought it was a pretty cool idea how they planned that all out i agree that dude he let me punch the yeah, fucking windshield. let me punch the windshield yeah, out of your car a cop like windshield what a badass I don't think that could actually happen, but fuck it. No. That was badass. <laughs> Punch it out. My my favorite scene, again, you, you touch on it, the end. It has to be the end. You know, everything comes together. Everything mm-hmm. works so well. I even said to you, I'm like, he's going to drop the he's, the coffee cup is dropping, right? Boom, it drops. Mm-hmm. You show everything on the fucking the, the board, and he pieces it together, and you can see just like his soul leave his body like, I've been had. What the fuck? And then he just <laughs> goes out to try food. Right, and it's like it's so well done. Like yeah. there could have been so many cop outs to this movie, or so many ways to make it not work, but it works, and it only works because at the end it all comes together, and you're like, "This motherfucker, Kobayashi, son of a bitch." Yeah, it's good. I also like that scene where they. It was like the second heist after after the, like the van stuff is when they like trap those people in the parking in the parking garage. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the dude just was not giving up that briefcase and like keaton was doing everything in his power not to kill this dude and that because that was one of his rules is like we're not killing anybody if i do these jobs and that's where you kind of saw like a kind of like the inner workings with verbal because he's the one that 
at the end kills the guy literally just so they can get out of there at that point so it's like okay he had the balls to go and do it when he hasn't really he's been kind of staying in the you know in the wings staying in the background of these sorts of jobs so it's it kind of got to see his true side verbal at that point in the movie right now again though is that the way he's telling the story or is that what actually happened right so if you break it down to he's telling the story what does that add to the cops right he's he's Confessing to killing a dude for a job to the cops, to me, that adds to, well, this guy's telling the fucking truth because why would he tell us he shot some dude in the face? Why didn't they mm. keep him there? If that so, was the thing. Because he was a witness to giving up all this information, and because of that, they were giving him yeah, um, immunity. immunity, right? You're right. Because yep. he was telling all these people that. And that's the whole point of it is it's so genius when you break it down. Like... If I'm a if I'm admitting to shooting a dude point blank in the face to take this guy's jewels or money or whatnot, or was it cocaine? I can't remember. Um, why would he say that to the cops if that's going to incriminate him? Obviously, he's he's working with us, and it's just mm-hmm. it's 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 genius writing, it's genius uh, execution, and it just again breaking down the movie and trying to find a plot hole or try to like say ah this doesn't work. I can't find one. I honestly can't. A good movie. Yeah, because even like the very first scene of the movie where you see like the cut the ending of the movie first, right? With that that guy just coming out of the shadows and and shooting Keaton, you had before he even shoots him, he takes out his lighter, the gold lighter. You see his gold band around his wrist. He lights the cigarette, and then later in the movie, towards the end of the movie, you see that same gold lighter and band and everything. Whenever Verbal's going at leaving the prison mm-hmm. or leaving the the precinct when they give him all of his stuff back. You're like, oh shit, it's that stuff. It, it's him. I mean, at that point, you already kind of know because yeah, right. the cop's piecing it together. But there are certain points of the movie where you, they, they kind of leave no stone unturned. Because even the, like, the, the hat and the jacket that he wears at the end of the movie when he mm-hmm. kills Keaton, that's hanging up in that room where the, the informant is, the rat that he goes in and kills. So he just oh. takes that that hat and jacket and pieces out and kind of hides his identity as he's leaving the boat and everything. I didn't even catch that. Good. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Kaiser. <laughs> yeah. What a guy. And then Why? he becomes John Doe in seven. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to bring that away. in too, because like that, every time I see Kevin Spacey, I just think of seven. You haven't seen seven. Yeah, I know you nope. haven't. Um, but like it, he's basically the bad guy, but you know, he's the bad guy because he's literally caught in the first part of the movie. And then he's, I don't want to kind of give it away, but it goes through the sedly, seven deadly sins. Mm. He's killed people mm-hmm. through it like that, and like they're kind of talking through it kind of like this. Um, Brad Pitt's in it. Morgan Freeman's in it. Great movie. Gwyneth Paltrow's yeah, in fantastic. it. fantastic. In a couple scenes. She's in things. <laughs> okay. He gets what I'm saying. I'm sure he, I do I'm know sure he does. Right. I haven't seen anything. I know you've you've seen the memes. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? No, okay, well, good. So you're gonna watch this movie eventually, and you're gonna be like, "What's <laughs> in the box?" Smell and a future episode, gonna, <laughs> right? Exactly. So, all right. Speaking of, so this movie here, why have we not seen the Usual Suspects yet, Randy? I know why you haven't seen it. I don't think we need to go through that because you're on every episode of How Have You Not Seen This Yet? Because you haven't seen anything. I'm just, I, gonna be honest with you, I've never heard of this movie. Okay. Besides with the irritable dad syndrome. Okay. There's there, there has to be something that you've seen that maybe, you know, talked about this or hinted to 
something about it that you just didn't know because you didn't know about the movie. So it just went over your head. Like the walk, right? Where he's walking and he's got a limp and then he keeps walking. Or the name Kaiser Sose or the mug I dropping mean, Kaiser or something. Kaiser Sose sounds familiar, but I don't know what from. Probably because he sounds like a fucking baseball player. Yeah. He does. Yeah. <laughs> he, he really does. does. Barry Sose. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> That's what it is to me. I was like, Kaiser Sose up next at the mound. 23 RBIs. I don't know. I don't watch baseball. Know, yeah. Right, exactly. We're, we're watching baseball for tomorrow's episode, by the way. Oh. The League of Their Own. We're League doing. Of their own. Yeah. Oh, nice. Watched half of it today. It's a great movie. He has obviously Randy hasn't seen it because he hasn't seen anything. Mm-hmm. But uh, why? Why haven't you seen this movie yet? I don't know, man. Because this is as long as I can remember. I remember seeing like the movie poster and everything, like the the marketing around this movie. Of course, like the just the the mug, like the mug shot, and just right. like the lineup that they have on the movie poster and stuff. Um, the only reason I can think I why I haven't seen it is just because it's it's not normally up my wheelhouse as far as like movies go. Is like a, a crime, like noir type movie. It's not something that's really that really draws me in. Um, but it's it's always one of those movies that I see on lists. So, like when I'm just going out trying to find something to watch usual suspects is normally on all these lists that you find online of like oh you're, you're bored you need a movie to watch some of the greatest movies like to watch or whatever it's normally on there somewhere uh it's just one of those ones that i was just like hey, i'll get around to it eventually and it just never happened i remember i think i've even tried watching it at one point and i only made it like 15 minutes in and i turned it off i was like yeah i'm 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 good on this i'm good yeah. um but i don't know i'm i'm I wish I would have watched this sooner after watching because I actually really enjoyed the movie. Um, but it's just normally this isn't the type type of movie that I normally go for. I feel you. Yeah, I, I, same, same, same here. Same, same, but different, same, same. but still same. Because like it's <laughs> it's one of those movies that you're right. I've seen the trailer. I've seen the poster everywhere. I remember walking into Blockbuster and like seeing all this and like nothing grabbed me to like you need to watch this. Even though people like you said said. Watch this movie. It's amazing. It's got one of the best twists ever. It's got one of the best endings ever. It's got the best type of like thriller movie that you can you can watch that you haven't seen. I, some, nothing made me want to watch it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, yeah, it's just I. It's funny. I downloaded it a long time ago on my Plex to watch and just never got around to it. Yep. And you know, on my Plex, I got a lot of movies. Yeah, right? I got a lot of movies on there. So <laughs> I got I got. Backlog to get to, but and I've seen a lot of movies. I mean, Randy can attest. I'm a patron of the arts, so <laughs> you, you like how I put that down? Yeah. So it's it's one of those like why stealing that it? patron of the arts. It's a, it, it's a good one. That, that could be a tagline of a movie, the patron of the arts. So like it's I don't know. It I I almost feel bad that I'm a on a movie podcast talking about movies and I never seen this movie. You know, it's almost like yeah, Randy I'm on with, a movie podcast and I've never seen anything. Right, but I mean like you're that's the whole that's your stick. You know what I mean? You haven't <laughs> yeah. seen anything, right? Where yeah. I'm I guess the host of the show, so I should see everything. Everything. Right? Like even when you're like I haven't seen Jaws. I was like you can you can get fuck out. Like what? Star Wars. I haven't seen Star Wars. <laughs> you can get fuck out. Like those are movies that if you're going to be a movie person to dissect movies, you got to see. So the usual yeah. suspects is sort of in that, but it's still not like that top tier. Like fuck, you need to see this. But now that I have seen it, I kind of agree with that. Like you need to see this movie, but only in the context of when it came out, because things that came out after it, I'm not saying did it better, but stole ideas from it and built yeah. upon it. Right? They really saturated the market since then with a lot of similar 
style movies. Some that may have done it better, some may have not have, but there's a lot more movies like that than, than there were prior. Exactly. So I guess the next question into that then is, did this movie live up to the hype around it? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I never, I, never really did, heard of it. But it didn't because I feel like I, th- I feel like if it, it would have, if I didn't really know, if I didn't know the ending or who Kaiser Soze was, I think it would have. Uh, I wouldn't say blow my socks off, but I think it would have definitely left a more lasting impression on me. Um, but overall, even with knowing the ending, I still really enjoyed the movie. Though um, I wouldn't say it's like a must watch or like one of the greatest like noir crime movies yeah. of all time or anything like that yeah I, I definitely second that is same thing like it lived up to it to the point of me knowing what happened and that as soon yeah. as it started rolling i was like god damn it i already know who did it and it, it just made <laughs> me mad at it because i couldn't enjoy the movie like the movie needs me to enjoy it exactly that's how i felt but i i at the same time i really appreciated the the, the work and the love they put into it and kind of piecing everything together to kind of make you follow it throughout the whole movie and then by the end of it you're really like oh crap like with the whole bulletin board thing like i didn't know anything about that so that one really kind of threw me off i was like oh he literally made pretty much all of this up on the fly right so it's like what what is true what's not true so that that part of the movie really it worked for me but yeah like the whole reveal of him being kaiser soze that really didn't work for me because i already knew it going in pretty much yeah i agree i agree so we're gonna get to a part here I know he can't hear that. (laughs) Can you hear that? I can't hear that, yeah. Oh, shit. All right. No, most most people can't hear that, so that's fine. Anyway, so fun facts of the week. The first one I got, the lineup scene was scripted as a serious scene, but after a full day of filming takes where the actors couldn't keep a straight face, director Brian Singer decided to use the funniest takes. A making of documentary shows Singer becoming furious at the actors for the constant cracking up. In an interview on the special edition DVD, (laughs) Kevin Pollack states that the hilarity came about when Benicio Del Toro farted like 12 takes in a row. (laughs) Del Toro said himself, somebody farted, but no one knew who. (laughs) Tell me that's not great. Tell me that's not great. Just fucking just ripping it like, what? who's farting? I don't know. I don't know. You cocksucking motherfucker. Like... It makes the scene. I want to see those takes. Oh, I know, right? But it it definitely makes the scene, and it it changes the tone of the movie for a second, right? Where, like, they're literally just trying to say this line and just geeking at it. Yeah. Yeah. And and you even said, like, why do they need the piece of paper to say that line? Like, it's one little line. Yeah. But but it's funny. I mean, they probably actually need the paper. (laughs) I saw something about that same scene where, like, the, the guy on the intercom is Brian Singer, that apparently when Benicio del Toro said the lion, like "Give me no fucking money, you cocksucker" or whatever, he that was impromptu where he's like, "In English, please, <laughs> like, yeah. say it again." Like that wasn't <laughs> that in the funny. script. Like he's like, "I couldn't understand what the hell you're saying. Say it again." Yeah, I did geek at that too because they're like, "He did say it in English." <laughs> what the fuck? That's racist <laughs> shit. It's good. Christopher McQuarrie's inspiration for the character of Kaiser Sosa was a real-life murderer by the name of John List who murdered his entire family and then disappeared for 17 years. Okay. So pretty much he just pulled that whole story for right. Kaiser Soze's backstory almost. Pretty much, which is kind of badass, I guess, but also fucking shitty. Yeah. And fucked up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The title came from a famous line from Casablanca, Round Up the Usual Suspects. <laughs> so he was... 
not very think like he didn't think hard. Hold on, though. hold on, hold on. <laughs> if this movie was made up from other movies or other ideas, is that not the movie? Because at the end, he's making shit up from other ideas on a fucking board. So does that not yeah. make the movie even better? That's a that's a reach. Is it though? Yeah, that's yeah. Pretty, that's I mean, Tarantino's made a career off of it, right? <laughs> I mean, he he's famous for his dialogue, but he he incorporates a lot of stuff from past movies that he that he loves genuinely loves and they're they're homages to him but at the same time there's a lot of straight up scenes that are pulled from some of these old these old movies that not a lot of people would know except for like quentin tarantino quentin tarantino and other people that are like deep into like those old 70s and 60s movies that nobody's ever heard of which is funny because he just came out and said the last 15 to 20 years has been the worst for movies because there's nothing original but if what you're saying is he's not making anything original either, yeah. what a fucking hypocrite! Well, fuck <laughs> well I'm not saying that. I mean, he's he's making original works. He just yeah, yeah, yeah. he utilizes certain like stuff that he loves from pe- previous movies, and he kind of sprinkles them into his his own works. I get you. I got it. I get. Come it. up with your own ideas, there, well, Quentin. Uh, real quick, <laughs> I love Quentin Tarantino. There's there's nothing you can do that's original anymore. Yeah, The Simpsons yeah, did it. You know what I mean? Like, the there's Simpsons nothing you done can everything. Do. Right, so okay. <laughs> what what's going to draw people to the cinema? And I, I hate the fact that this is where we are, where we are, where we are in cinema. Right, like what's bringing people to cinema right now? Reboots or superhero movies? Yeah, there's nothing original that's bringing people to to. I mean, okay, Terrifier brought money, but half of them went there it's because also been fucking years. Well, no, what I'm saying is half of them went to see Terrifier 2 because people were throwing up and, oh, my God, it's so disgusting. But in reality, it, was it wasn't that bad. Yeah, it was word of mouth. Bunch of so, Bunch of pusses. Yeah. Yeah. But so how do you how do you get people to the cinema anymore, especially after COVID where everyone's like, well, just watch this shit at home. I'll wait six months. I don't care. Or everybody's going to release stuff. I think there's two things to that, and it is there's nothing original but there's nothing original because no one's going to see original movies, so Hollywood's not backing it. And then anything that's original is a TV show that's on Netflix or Amazon or all these bigger places, and it's giving people more creativity because you have, instead of two hours, you have eight episodes, right? you think they're going to stop making movies eventually? They're never going to stop making nah. movies, but I don't think movies will be as big as they were 95 through 2005. Yeah. And to add on to what you're saying, a lot of some of these original works get pushed to streaming services like Netflix Mm -hmm. and such, Mm -hmm. even if they're not like a series, but an actual movie. And then people get the impression that because it's going straight to Netflix or whatever, it may not be a great movie. That's why it's going to streaming services. Yeah, correct. Like, so Hulu just did the newest Predator movie. And a lot of people said the same thing that you just said, like, oh, it can't be that good. Then that's why they push it to Hulu. But in reality, that movie deserved to be in cinemas. It was great. Yeah, I would have loved to see that in movie theaters. Right. But half the people didn't watch it, or most people that I talked to was just like, oh, well, I'll watch it whenever because it's on Hulu. And that's yeah. hurting it, but at the same time, it's, it's, it's a 2020, or 2020, what am I trying to say? I don't know. Catch 22. Oh, there it is. That Okay, you put it in cinemas, and maybe people aren't going to see it because it's not the Predator movie that they want. But then you put it on Hulu because it's like, all right, well, people will watch it there. But then those same people are like, well, it's on Hulu, so I'll watch it whenever because it's probably not good. I feel like if it wasn't for the streaming services that we have, we wouldn't have a lot of movies, though. Because they're all, they would all be fighting for spots in theaters. 
I agree, but you're you're also losing the direct to DVD sales, right? So those movies would go direct to DVD or do a limited run in theaters and then go to DVD, Blu-ray, whatever, yeah. and make their money there. But yeah. because they don't have that revenue anymore, they have to do well, the, the only reason they don't have streaming. it because of because of streaming, streaming. right? It's, yeah. it, it like I said, yeah. it's a so catch twenty two. Buying DVDs, I would still be buying DVDs. You broke ass motherfucker. Nope. Yeah. Nope. It, it's it's not like the old yeah. days where you had to wait like months after a movie released for it to come to Blu-ray. Yeah, like, it's like now weeks. or DVD. Now it's like a month, a month yeah. and a half later. Not even. It's right. on digital or mm-hmm. VOD or whatever. Exactly, and that that's making me even go like Black Adam. I don't. I'm not going to go see it in theaters, even though it's probably deserved I'm... to see in theaters. I just don't want to see it, and it's nothing yeah. about that movie makes me want to go to the theater to see uh, it. I'm going to wait, which I already have. <clears throat> I got a pirate hat, and I, I it's on my plex. So <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna, gonna go, watch it. I was gonna go to the theaters, and right? Watch it, so, and here's I the thing. Free, Hold so on. Here's not. here's the thing. I have it on my plex, and I can watch it whatever I want. Now I, I just don't even want to watch it. You know what I mean? So it's one of those. It's a catch twenty two. Like I have it, I can watch it whenever I want, but nothing's making me want to watch it. Yeah, just, and they just need to do a better job at. I don't know how they're gonna do it, but try to make movies that that make people want to go to the theater and see it. It's something completely original where it's like, I, I know I'm tired of just like what you mentioned, just superhero movies and just big like action, crazy blockbusters that are kind of copy and paste and stuff. So it's like, right. I, I only go to the movies when there's something I've, I've been really waiting or wanting to see. Yeah. And that's, that's what it should be too. And I mean, even if it's a superhero movie, if it's well done and good, awesome. But if it's yeah. a churned and burned Hey, we got to make this because we got to make it. Eternals or fucking, I don't want to say Love and Thunder, even though that movie was just. Mm, I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch it again because I think it's going to get worse for me. Um, but yeah, I'm not watching it again. Black Adam, same thing. To me, that just looks churned and burned, right? So yeah. it doesn't make me want to see it. The only thing that makes me want to see it is, I mean, The Rock. I love The Rock. I know he does everything that he can. Movie wise, oh, good for he him. Make like, make that. Fucking, I'm gonna do it. Right, make that paper. Yeah. But he's turning into Ryan Reynolds for me. I love Ryan Reynolds, but he's the same Don't character in every stop. fucking movie. The Rock You're is done. the same movie in every fucking movie. You're I done. love Ryan and Reynolds. It's true. You're done. <laughs> You're done. You're done. You're done. But I'm gonna say this on my Plex. You can watch a TV show that you should watch if you love Ryan Reynolds. It's called it. Two Guys and a Girl. Two Guys a Girl in a Pizza Place. It's when Ryan Reynolds discovered how to be Ryan Reynolds. So you get a different. Ryan Reynolds at the beginning, and you see I would him marry flourish. the shit out of him. So watch that fucking show. You're going to like it. You like sitcoms. You like Friends. This is Friends. I remember that from way back in the day. I haven't mm-hmm. seen it since, but I, I remember that when it was on. Exactly. And you can't find it only if you buy the DVD from the UK because they have like a publishing problem in the North America where two companies own it, and they don't want to yeah. like pay to... like distributed or some shit so it's never going to be on streaming it's never going to be released on dvd so i had to boot buy not a bootleg but buy a uk version of it bring it over here then kill the uh what what is it called the whatever rights in certain areas um and then i fucking took it from there and then put it on my computer and now i can watch it (laughs) so the only thing i was going to say about black adam is he's been waiting like 15 years to do this movie yeah whatever i was like respect i mean respect Respect. sure but do it better like good for you do it better To add on to what you were saying is like, I don't know if it's the same with you guys, but marketing plays into like this stuff as well, where it seems like some of the trailers and stuff where 
it, it's kind of a bait and switch where they make the movie seem like it's one thing, but it's completely the other. Or they make a two minute, two and a half minute trailer where they show you basically the whole damn movie. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. why would I pay ten dollars, fifteen dollars to go to a movie to see what I I already saw in I the just preview? Saw it. Yeah. <laughs> you already showed me the whole movie. Saw it in a minute thirty. I'm good. So I right. so <laughs> I guess I'll find out which one this movie is. What is it? The bait and switch, or is it? Oh, Black Adam. Just too much. Yeah. I don't know. I had a couple friends that tell me, like, it was all right, watch it. And I'm like, ah, that means I'm not going to watch it if it's all right. So have you seen it? No. Because oh, it, it's all right. Bitch, what? We're going to watch it. <laughs> all right. Not tonight, though. No, not tonight. Whatever. In December 2017, amid a flood of sexual misconduct allegations against Kevin Spacey, Gabriel Byrne said that at one point during shooting, production was shut down for two days because Spacey made unwanted sexual advances towards a younger actor. In June 2018, Kevin Pollack claimed that the person in question was actually the then-boyfriend of director Brian Singer. Adding to that, which I don't have written down, Brian Singer has <laughs> numerous... Brian Singer's history. <laughs> exactly. Has numerous sexual misconduct uh, allegations against him with younger, like, 14-year-old boys. Piece of shit. Of him trying to, like, hey, yeah. you want to touch this dick? Yeah, you know. So, uh, two guys admit, like, weird shit working together... Yeah, yeah. It's it's a very messy situation. See, I didn't I didn't even piece all that together. Like, cause I I knew about the Kevin Spacey stuff, but I didn't hear about the story that it was going on at that time. So, mm-hmm. if it was happening like on the same project yeah. as Brian Singer, I mean, that's that's not good news. <laughs> that's that's pretty yeah. ugly. I had no idea any of that happened, and I thought Kevin Spacey was a good one. I thought he was one of the good ones. But apparently not. Nah, he's he's he was he even more. This. He's going down. It seems right now. Like Brian oh, yeah. Singer, he had the like the the different accusations and stuff. I don't think he really like like served time or had any like, repercussions no. other Spacey. than like pretty much barred from the movie industry for a while. But Kevin yeah. Spacey, it's looking like he's going to jail. Oh yeah, he's done. I remember. Oh, I was like now. Yeah, uh, I was big into yeah. House of Cards, and they took him off the final season or two seasons because of all yeah. this. Yeah. And he was the main character, and like they had to rewrite the whole show Why because people, of it. Never, Why do people fuck up? Yeah, I don't know, Randy. Yeah. They like little boys, and they like touching them. <laughs> Ask but a like, priest. Before that, you're like you hear about it, and you're like, oh, Kevin, Kevin Spacey is one of the greatest actors. Like no way. And then like you hear everything about it, like what happened, and you're like, oh, and you, I could totally see that out of Kevin Spacey. Well, and that <laughs> totally that's, seems like that weird dude. And that's that weird space where you're like, okay, he's an amazing actor, great, but normally actors have to be kind of fucked up to get in the headspace that they're in. So, hold on, but does getting in those headspaces fuck you up? You know what I mean? Depending on, like, if you look at Kevin Spacey's back catalog, he's played some fucked up characters. Now, you can either be Jared Leto and go off the deep end, or you could be Kevin Spacey and go off the deep end, or you could be fucking Robert Downey Jr. and be like, I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. It don't fucking matter. (laughs) So... It's one of those... Talk about a comeback. I know, right? Oh, my God. Talk about a fucking comeback. (laughs) You're right. Uh, You're doing good. One of the best videos I have ever seen, I need to share it with you, it's uh, a back behind the scenes of Tropic Thunder when, I don't know if it was a makeup test or if it was like the first night Robert Downey Jr. put on the Osiris whatever makeup. I don't care what it is. I want to watch it. It's him completely ad-libbing, being in like this hotel room with like his make-believe sons and wife and it's honestly the funniest 10 minutes I've ever seen of anything in my life. Like, he's just literally going off, not breaking character, but you can tell there's cracks. He kind of almost starts, like, laughing and shit, but 
I don't want to explain. I it. love that shit. Yeah, <laughs> when actors awesome. start laughing while mm-hmm. they're doing shit, it is the best thing. Unless you're, um, what's his face from SNL who has a Tonight Show, Jimmy Fallon. Unless you're Jimmy Fallon, uh, stop laughing. Even then, yeah. it's funny. <laughs> but <laughs> RDJ, yeah, I want to see everything. Right, man, oh, you yeah. shredded like a Julian salad, boy. What's that? Give me that map. We're watching it during dinner. All right, let's find it. That's what Tropic Thunder. No. Oh, that. that yeah. Oh, yeah. I got I it. I sent it. I sent it to Wally. Anyways, throughout the movie, the word "fuck" and its derivatives are used ninety-eight times. Bullshit. Derivatives. Where? So fucking fuck. Fuck you, motherfucker. motherfucker. Right. There's no way. It yeah. seemed normal, dude. In the that lineup. Excessive. In the lineup. Just that scene. It's yeah. got to be like thirty times. No. You, Fuck you, you co- fucking cocksucker. Oh, fuck you, you fucking cocksucker. Right, and then they keep yeah. saying okay, it so over and over, and then they the laugh to say it. So that's, yeah. that's, so that's 20. And remember, again in English, please. That's 22. <laughs> so 22 in just that scene? That's the first 10 <laughs> right. minutes of the movie? <laughs> it seemed like a normal amount, to be honest. Uh, it seemed yeah. normal. Whatever. In uh, his, maybe I just work in a weird place. Maybe. In uh, one of his most infamous reviews, Roger Ebert gave thumbs down to the movie giving it one and a half stars out of five. Who was that? Wow. One of the greatest movie reviewers, Robert Ebert and... Uh, I don't trust Roper. any. What was the first? It was Ebert and... Um, Roper. Well, that was the second guy that, d- that took over. Who was the first guy that died? Um, why am I not... Why can't I think of this? That's a lot Ebert, of people. Roger Ebert and... I just remember Ebert and Roper because that was like yeah. our, our generation or my right. generation. He was one of the... Bo- like He was on the news doing movie reviews yeah. all the time. and like he had a, That's a thing? Yeah, Cisco. Do that. We should do that. Yeah, Cisco no, and Ebert. There, yeah, yeah, sorry, it's Cisco and Ebert. You should do that. I should do that. Yeah, you should do that. Well, thanks for the confidence boost, but yeah. I don't think I'll get on the news. <laughs> Probably, not. Probably not. Too white. I'm too white. Yeah. You white, then you Ben Affleck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Final decisions out of I love ten. Boobies. <laughs> I like your take on boobies. <laughs> final decisions out of ten. What would we give this movie? I'm going to Randy first. Wait, you know, no, hold on. I'm going to go to my man Wyatt first as the guest of honor. What would you give this out of ten? Before I, before I do this, I actually had one little fact that mm. I, I wanted to give that I found. Go too. for it. Go for it. Uh, apparently, the detective that's like interrogating verbal the whole time—I I don't mm-hmm. remember the actor's name—but I mean, you see him in a ton of different like mob movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, they wanted Al Pacino to play that part, but he turned it down oh. to go and do Heat instead. Like, man, if Al Pacino would have been that role, that would have been fucking awesome. You know what? <laughs> like that would have made this movie probably not get six hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars in the though? first week. He didn't do much. No. Uh, uh, just even for that Al- scene where he's yelling at him towards the right. end, it would have been but worth But Al Pacino yeah, but- <laughs> in the movie, let's be real, that guy is in the movie a lot. Think about yeah. it. He's, he's interrogating lot, him though. a lot. Oh, yeah. At the end, he's the guy yeah. who's trying to find out who he is. So imagine Al Pacino he running outside going, Hoo-ah, where is he? He didn't have much face time. <laughs> that cocksucker. Right. It would have been great. There wasn't much face time. Okay, but. Even if it's Al Pacino, you don't need that. You just you have the name of Al Pacino, right? And he's there. That's ridiculous. Yeah. What? Because even though he's not in the movie that much, they would have put him like one yeah. of the top billings, I'm sure. On the oh yeah, like, well, yeah, Al Pacino. Why? What, what was that? Uh, was the detective like one of the on like the cover? No, his was, name wasn't you, on there. His name wasn't on there. No, but so if it was Al Pacino, it would have. been. If it, yeah, well, yeah. So I his name was uh, Chaz. His name was Chaz Michael Murray. Paul Monteri. No, I was close. We got you. Well, we got one one thing about Chaz Palminteri and his partner in this movie. Very close to Chad. Michael. If you've seen, if yeah. you've seen Night at the Roxbury, which came out in '98, yeah. they're both in that movie. Yeah, together. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah they are. Exactly. You've seen he's it? the that dude's like the dad in a lot of stuff. Like he was the dad in Night at Roxbury, yep. and he's like the dad in Clueless, which was like yep. around the same time. Around and then the same uh, yeah, and so much other shit too. Just playing dads. Just playing dads. Dads playing dads. Dads being dudes. <laughs> doing your thing. Dads playing dads. Playing dudes. Playing another dad. Whatever. So what? Yeah. What would you give it wide out of ten? Oh, out of ten, uh, I, I'd say this is a solid seven. He's giving it a seven. I agree. Rolling the dice. Yeah. Seven. I was gonna. I was gonna give it a seven point five. So yeah, I'm yeah. not far off you guys as well. Again, I think if I didn't know anything, I'd give it an eight. But yeah, knowing, I'll probably be higher if I didn't know anything yeah, about it. Knowing I knew nothing about. Well, it. Well, but as I was watching it, I went, "Fuck, I know it." You know, like, but if I didn't know because of media and stuff around it, it would have been an eight for sure. Like, the movie is well fucking done. It's, like we yeah. said, there's no gaps. There's no plot holes. There's no stuff that you can think your way out of to be like, that doesn't make sense. Like, everything makes mm-hmm. sense. Everything yeah. pieces together. The movie itself is just, I don't want to say genius, but it works on every level. I mean, it, it's smart, for sure. Right. And that He knew yeah. what he was doing when he was doing it. Irritable dad syndrome yeah. woman who fucking went to college figured it out. Than yeah, us. A lot smarter than us. Yeah. Figured it out in the first fucking scene and was like, oh, I got it. This movie makes yeah. no sense. So, yeah. 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 And that's what you kind of have to do to be original anymore. And I mean, that for that time, they just took like a basic like crime thriller noir movie and kind of flipped it on its head and incorporated like the, not like a whodunit type thing, but like who was like the mastermind behind it all which you don't even really find out maybe until like the halfway point or a little over about like kaiser soze and what's going on with that right. so i mean it's it's just a matter of like like you mentioned there's really no original ideas anymore but you got to take some of those ideas and make something original out of them do something with them that hasn't been done before yeah i agree and this movie at the time was original so it definitely yeah bulks up a little bit and of one last thing. question was what? that his real name kaiser sosa yeah probably not yeah, I think so. I always thought that, like, so this is what threw me when they showed him, like, being Mexican. That name seems German to me. Kaiser? You know what I mean? So, Kaiser. Kaiser. I figured, like, oh, and, and yeah. what he, and what right, he was shown right. wearing, obviously, that wasn't his clothes, but in the beginning, he takes him from that guy. Excuse me. Yeah. I figured that was, like, a German-type hat. The hat and the suit? I figured he'd pull out a fucking, uh... That's, like, Italian. What's the, what's the German, the Mauser, or whatever, the fucking gun? Mm-hmm. What's their normal, their handgun? I, like I, I knew things. I played so many Call of Duty I games. Like I, I know things. You know things. <laughs> Whatever. I, I figured they they pull out the German handgun that they all use, and he'd like shoot him with it because I was like Kaiser Soze, of course. Yeah, fucking, you know, whatever. German what, handgun. I'm gonna not gangster. This is like a, it's like a longer one, right? German. That's what you're thinking of? And like a longer barrel. Gun. You're not. not I I can picture it. I don't know what it like. It's actually I f- called. I feel though. like I can too. But I have no idea what you're talking about. You're just coming up a with Luger. Shit. Oh, a Luger. God damn, why wasn't it? Are you a Luger? Yeah, it's a Luger. You know, I mean, not like a. God, I need a picture. A Luger. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. A, Lu- a <laughs> Luger. Yeah, there you go. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the exact yeah. picture I had in my head. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a Luger. There you go. Right. Exactly. That's what I was thinking of. I thought it was longer. I mean, you can probably get barrel attachments to make that barrel a little. <laughs> Who knows size anymore? You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. No, nobody knows what yeah. size. Hey, size don't matter, three, man. It's exactly. Half inch, two inch, same thing. That's what you do with it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So we're at the end here. Uh, I want to say I appreciate you coming on here, Wyatt, and uh, joining us yeah. for how have you not seen this uh, again? Thanks for having you, me on. For sure. Anytime. The usual suspects. Uh, we know now why we haven't seen it, and we have seen it, Randy. 
We have. We have. Yeah. Uh, look out for more episodes of How Have You Not Seen This? Because there's a lot that Randy has not seen. I'm going to design a shirt. I don't know why I haven't made a shirt either. But if you want to find a shirt, you can go on our website and find merch on our shirt at www.thedecisionreal.com. You can find merch on our shirt at the website. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Wyatt, again, for the people who are still listening, where can we find you at? Yeah, absolutely. You can go find me at Cinema Trip Reviews on YouTube and Instagram. And you can also find me on Twitter at Cinema Trip Views. Mm, maybe, Maybe not on Twitter anymore. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, I mean, I just started. I forget what the other app is that people are going to now. I just started one of those Hive or whatever it's Hive called. So you can find me on Hive. If people sure. go into Hive, find like me there that. as well. Sounds cool. I don't care. I mean, it'll probably be something different next What's week anyway. But What's wrong with Twitter? Accounts. Yeah, what happened? Elon Musk is burning that motherfucker yeah. down. Get it, Elon. <laughs> I think he's doing it on purpose. Oh, that's There's right. no way but he's I have not. A link. It's just Twitter. <laughs> but I have a link tree. People can just go to that oh, yeah, and you find yeah, me wherever. That's all you need. Find you wherever. I like it. Cool. Well, hey, Wyatt, thanks for coming on again as always. Thanks for having me. Anytime, like I said, uh, I think we're going to be on your show uh, to do the Die Hard review. Yeah, fuck um, yeah. Love a special Christmas episode of Die Hard. Fuck See, yeah. Christmas, because it's a Christmas movie. It is. Fight I me. know. I, <laughs> fuck it. Whatever, it's Christmas. Fight me. We'll, we'll go over that on his show. So, so if you want to hear why it's a Christmas movie, tune into that episode whenever that's going to drop. Yeah. Probably sometime in December, I'm assuming, since it's Christmas. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> probably the, the week after we record there. Perfect. I like it. All right, guys. Well, again, if you want to find us at The Decision Reel, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good night. Bye.